Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Wednesday afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM1600, KIVABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, 550-5500 on Roku TV, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV. Podcasting by subscription only, directly at www.rockoftalk.chat. And, folks, you can pick us up on our app at rockoftalk.tv. Also, catch us on your Alexa, Google, OK, Google devices, or, I mean, we're just everywhere, just Splatter us all over the place. We're also on AM 1600 and 1490 KRSN 107.1 Los Alamos until the end of the month. A failed experiment, to be sure, up in the Norteño uh, of uh, Nuevo Mexico. As uh, we kick off this hump day with d and Muska and I, uh, number one, full of fun. And looks like the criticism is lighting a lot of other people up. And we're keeping people on their toes. Uh, Didad Muska, how are you this afternoon? Uh, I, I am well, sir, and um, hopefully we have time, uh, folks. I've got a new piece out today, and as I always do, I tried to get Martin Heinrich in our photograph up up at the top. So uh, oh, okay. uh, Martin always provides me lots of lots of uh, amusement. Uh, I, you have to choose whether to be enraged or amused, and I like to go with amused. Oh, well, uh, he is, uh, as his uh, buddies up in the north called him, Martin. Hey, Martin Heinrich. Uh, it's kind of funny. Lots to get to on this afternoon. Uh, today is a organized show, unlike yesterday. You said you wanted to go freewheeling. You criticized us for not having a quote-unquote live show on Monday. Well, there you go. That's what you get. Uh, we dawdled on all of the uh, various uh, topics uh, that were out there. Hopefully, you guys can hear us. Make sure that you can. Yep, looks like we're good. Just got to check because a lot of people know that uh, we don't do sound checks. Uh, third hour, we're going to cover COVID. Uh, New Mexico handouts, including uh, New Mexico businesses working through state-imposed mask mandates. Lifted in New York, lifted in every other state but New Mexico. But, hey, Greg Baca and uh, David Gallegos are running to the rescue, asking for you to go ahead and remove your mask. Emergency SNAP benefits extended again for February and the undocumented New Mexico families can now apply for financial assistance. We'll talk about Albuquerque crime. We'll kick off with Albuquerque crime as well. We'll talk about three postal workers who were robbed and some other crime happening around the state. And then uh, COVID numbers. Uh, by the way, the first two hours, nothing but wokeism, top to bottom for two hours straight. We had so much fun yesterday. We thought we'd just prepare an entire show just based upon woke going broke. Uh, no you, no you, shortage you, of material. Yeah, ever. there is no. <laughs> Uh, from corrupt media to corrupt infrastructure, woke infrastructure to, uh, I don't know. I think we're going to cover movies. Uh, we'll talk about the power of the dong. Yes. Uh, the <laughs> donga. 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 Are you there, donga? Oh, what's a happening? Uh, hot stuff. Uh, looks like uh, woke Hollywood as well. Woke education. Woke corporations doubt. Uh, and then, of course, we've got to kick it up with the ultimate in uh, woke Black Lives Matter, and we'll bring it all together um, with the <clears throat> juxtaposition of the Republican Party, the Democrat Party, wokeism uh, here in New Mexico and wokeism in general. So let's, you know, I, I've been getting called racist a lot. A lot of people unsubscribing, getting uh, nice and angry. It's too bad. We really want to celebrate Black History Month. So we're showing you the flip side of uh, Black History Month. And uh, to honor Black History Month, we decided to go ahead and put uh, 
the criminal Darian Bashir in jail for 33 years. That's the max we can do. By the way, that's considered a life sentence, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> 33 years. The guy will be out when he's uh, 63, currently 27 uh, years of age. So do the math, carry the three, and you got 63. And Darian Bashir is uh, not going to see his children uh, or chilling until then, uh, as it were. Uh, he is uh, scheduled for life in prison for the 2019 shooting death of University of New Mexico baseball player Jackson Weller outside the Nob Hill nightclub. You might recall, ladies and gentlemen, when all that happened, when it went down, as we say in the hood, uh, you know, only one person had the video. Only one person brought it to life and then uh, handed it over to uh, Mark Smith. And then he did what he needed to do with it. And yes, I also saw the very chilling video. Uh, Judge Cindy Leos recalled the difficulty she had watching the security video. Uh, this is from the Albuquerque Journal. Second Judicial District Court jury needed only half a day, uh, not not long, to uh, convict a, uh, I guess we should say, in honor of Black Lives Matter, a black man. Uh, uh, yes, that does matter, by the way. Uh, you're going to see why in a sec. So you know, the woke going broke, and it is the Republicans who uh, take the heat on this one. And I'll show you how and why here uh, momentarily. With the evidence for hiding a license plate. So they gave him an aggravated because he tried to hide the crime. There's also two other people, perps, assistants. Uh, what, what do you call them? Al, Al, uh, what, what, there's like a word for it when you have the people that are helping the guys. Accomplices, that's right. Weller's parents and sister described their difficulties living without their son, Jackson, and brother. And asked the judge to hand Bashir the longest possible sentence. Well, her sister, Madison, a very white name, uh, by the way, uh, said she lived for a year in a residential treatment facility because of her difficulty in coping with uh, Jackson's uh, 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 death. So the judge rejected a request from Bashir's, one of Bashir's attorneys, Joseph Sullivan, to reduce Bashir's conviction from first-degree murder to second degree murder. Well, Mr. Sullivan, Mr. Sullivan, I think of the, the, the departed, uh, by the way, Demir Sullivan, as he did at trial, Sullivan argued that Bashir felt endangered at the time of the shooting because why? He's a black man. There it is. There it is, folks. There it is. Yeah, there we go. Sullivan said Bashir did not arrive at Richmond and Central with the intention to kill Weller. Well, uh, I seem to remember Darian Bashir four months prior with uh, three months prior with an AK-47. Uh, this none of this was brought into this particular trial. Shooting at police. Yes, you know, the defund the police movement. You know, we hate the police. Colin Kaepernick. I'm sure he probably. You know, arrived at that conclusion that thinking that it was probably okay when well, you're not that smart not that smart not that smart you decided to shoot at police well three months before that what happened with Darian Bashir well he shot a man downtown in the stomach and Raul Torres who's trying to by the way Raul Torres comes out as a hero in this particular write-up this is this is how amazing your woke media is they, they, <laughs> wow. they literally put it and remember if you and, go, and how creative they are <laughs> oh they're so creative uh, oh, they, who wrote this crap uh for the uh uh can you look that up for me Dowd, real quick and see who wrote this crap uh olivier oh Utebrock. yeah it's some sort of a weird german name uh sullivan said bashir did not arrive at richmond central with the intention to kill oh, well, 
sort of, you just show up with a gun, pull it out of the back of a car, and, you know, you know I didn't show up there to intentionally kill him. There was no evidence of a racially motivated crime from Jackson's perspective. They're, they're trying to say that Jackson was uh, committing a crime on Darien, white on black. There was zero evidence of provocation. This is amazing. This very uh, woke society uh, of Albuquerque where we keep our masks on and mm. we're all celebrating uh, Black Lives Matter. And you got uh, one uh, uh, Mayor Keller marching with Black Lives Matter, demanding giving black people a million dollars right after a million dollars of of uh of, of damage to oh and, and standing with our muslim community uh yes. in, in regards to the hate crime at the islamic center that was yes. not a hate crime yes. <coughs> yes. Uh, standing with our muslim community there you go uh, people of color as he normally does Bashir then apologized to the weller family shortly before he was sentenced of course Right before the sentencing, we were convicted. I offer my deepest, most sincere apologies to the Weller family and the family of my own. Okay, that's great. Daya, Daya, a traditional uh, American name, Daya Bashir, his mother, asked the judge for leniency. Well, probably, they didn't write it up here, but probably because A, he's black. And then saying that Darian Bashir has a young son <laughs> with autism who needs his father. Well, maybe Darian should have thought about that before oh, he decided Lord. to go into the trunk of a car Seriously? Pull out a gun that was rolled up and say, okay, well, we're going to go ahead and uh, kill uh, Jackson Weller, who's drunk, by the way. <sighs> Thank God he was drunk. He didn't feel very much. Got shot in the chest, stunned, walked three steps, and uh, took the uh, five-finger death punch. Uh, you know, you might remember that from, that's sort of the way he died. If you watch it on video, it's disturbing. Um, <clears throat> Adeya, Adeya Bashir american name i asked the court to keep this little boy in mind yep we'll keep him in mind just like we kept jackson in mind right his son doesn't deserve to have a father his his son doesn't deserve not to have a father double negative there there it is doubt uh, double negative in the traditional american uh, english language his son doesn't deserve not to have a father figure in his life and i quote so the second UNM baseball player standing beside Weller at the time of the shooting testified that Bashir approached him and then asked if Weller had been involved in the fight. Remember, I covered all this stuff three years ago, folks, like yeah, yeah. a week and a half. You might remember. I just like I did the video. We covered it top to bottom, said all this kind of stuff. Uh, prosecutors argued that Bashir intended to shoot Weller and wanted to ascertain that Weller had been in the fight. And they got it done. Good. After Weller acknowledged that he was in the fight, Bashir asked the athletes to follow him. Like, <laughs> this is all premeditated. Yep. Why don't you guys come on over here? Uh, security video showed that the athletes had followed Bashir about 10 steps. Bashir wheeled around. No, he didn't. Another car wheeled around with somebody else driving it and fired a single gunshot into Weller's chest, yeah, right at his heart. Yeah, that you don't, when you really, when you really don't want to kill somebody, doubt you shoot at their heart. Just, yeah, well, yeah. it's not a very important <laughs> organ, no. <laughs> not really. Yeah. Testifying in his own defense, Bashir acknowledged that he fired the shot that killed Weller. Here's where it gets. Good. Here's where the Republicans and the conservatives and the law and order party lose their, lose, 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 get, uh, refuse the upper hand. This is how you know you have controlled opposition. Okay. So at the top of the Republican party, we have a man by the name of Steve Pierce. He was a congressman, I don't know, umpteen times. He is a uh, decorated pilot. Uh, he fought and uh, represented this country proudly. I think he has done a good job over the last year in sort of uh, uh, bringing the Republican Party to the forefront as much as people try to 
uh, follow him. I think that that is good. I think he's really tried to make amends. I think that's good. And then second in command is a guy I share his a, a namesake with and last name. Uh, this is the only time I'm ever say, uh, ashamed to say my name, and that's with this scumbag, Robert Aragon, whose wife is running for lieutenant governor of the state of New Mexico. He is second in command of the Republican Party of the state of New Mexico, folks. Guess who he represented? Jackson Weller, of course. No, no, no. Gary and Bashir. And then he plays the woke card. Is there any reason why, I mean, you don't understand why the Republican Party continues to fail? Wow. Bashir's attorney, Robert Aragon, or Aragon, told jurors that Bashir felt intimidated because the two athletes were following. He's defending the criminal, the black criminal. Bashir felt intimidated because the two athletes were following closely behind him and making offensive comments. Would those be racially motivated comments, uh, Robert? Mr. Aragon, would they be? You defended it. In the article, it says, Albuquerque Mayor Tim Keller and 2nd Judicial District Attorney Raul Torres argued at the time that Bashir, they get thrown into this. They get the political points for this. That Bashir should have been in jail awaiting trial on prior charge. He would have been. Had you done your damn job there, Raul Torres? Raul Torres and Robert Aragon, two sides of the same exact coin. Understanding for the criminal element, not going to prosecute, but totally cool. Including shooting out from a motor vehicle and two counts of aggravated assault with a firearm. How about attempted murder downtown in which you failed, Raul Torres, to file the charges? I can tell you one person that should definitely be the attorney general. And that is Brian Colon at this point. I don't, is there a Republican even running? Did they, did they get somebody on the ballot? I don't even know. I don't even know if they were able to get that. Hey, Robert, how'd you do that? Did you do the controlled opposition where somehow you and your cronies within the Republican Party prevented the AG candidate from getting his signatures or using it as a holding? Uh, anyway, right. Brian Colon's going to be our attorney general. Okay. Those are old Torres can't get elected, especially after this crap comes out. And I hope uh, Colon drags Torres through the mud on this one. Because Bashir... But you can make a commercial on Bashir. Bashir shouldn't have been out. He should have been behind bars. But instead, on the night before Cinco de Mayo, not only does he take out Jackson Waller, he takes out a bar, he takes out the entirety of the Knob Hill area. And it's never been the same since. Well, folks, the woke going broke is what we're going to focus on for the next couple of hours. Because we have the great enablers, and they have they come from both sides. You saw it with uh, Robert Aragon. You've seen it with a, dump, a number of different defense attorneys. Does, does someone even get paid if you go do be uh, be a public defender? I mean, does Darian Bashir just you know throwing out dollar dollar bills, y'all? Uh, there, uh, uh, doubt. I mean, I can't imagine. <laughs> like, this uh, is all I think about. he was saving his money to take care of his autistic son. Oh, uh, you're right. Yeah. yeah. You mean like George Floyd was paying his child support? I mean, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, George Floyd, you know, uh, the uh, St. George of fentanyl. Yeah. yeah, he was turning his life around. He really was. Nobody, he was going to move from porn and fentanyl and, and armed uh, robbery. <laughs> yeah, uh, and counterfeiting. And uh, let's see, uh, marijuana. I think uh, Coke, I think, was he not on Coke? He was doing a speedball. Meth, yeah, I Coke. So. Yeah. I don't know. The guy was doing it all. He's like, he's like that little kid that walks into the, uh, you know, uh, all subs. <laughs> 
guess the chimichanga and blends about eight different cokes together is like, yeah, that was George St. George of Fentanyl. Well, <clears throat> excuse me, up in uh, Minnesota, Minneapolis, by the way. Mohammed Hussein Abdi, 20. Oh, they, they went hard on this guy. Sentenced to five years probation. Pleaded guilty to conspiracy to commit arson. What did he do? He has to pay $35,000 in restitution. Court documents state that the sentence was imposed pursuant to the Sentencing Reform Act of 1984. He was arrested in 2020, June 2020, less than a month after the George Floyd incident. I like saying incident. That's about as strong as I'll get. Seven funerals, Dowd. I can guarantee you're not going to get seven funerals. Just letting you know. I know. He entered a high school, an educational center, higher education, through a broken uh, glass door during the Floyd riot and could be seen on security footage pouring liquid from white containers onto the floor, then onto a trash can. Abdi then took liquid-soaked garment that fired the trash can before running away as flames and smoke began to spread. It's been estimated that the rioting across the nation during uh, Floyd's death destroyed over $1 billion worth of property, just like the march that Tim Keller took place in. I can't breathe. Created over a million dollars worth of property damage in downtown. Downtown's never been the same. That's what he gets, a little slap on the wrist. 1,500 businesses in Minneapolis in Minneapolis area destroyed. Riots totaling $500 million in damages throughout downtown Minneapolis. Thank God it's the uh, third largest uh, place. Check it out for Fortune 500 company. Well, Eddie, I think the Gordon Parks High School in St. Yes. Paul, uh, that $34,000 in restitution, I wouldn't bank on that arriving anytime soon from no. our, our young felon here out on probation. Uh, he's not going to put his nose to the grindstone and earn that money to give it back to the taxpayers. Mohammed Abdi. Abdi. Mohammed Abdi. So I ask you, at this particular point, when you start to hear this very unsettling stuff that's happening in woke media, NPR, CNN, MSNBC, I don't do any of that MSDNC, all that crap. I, I, I got to tell you, I'm getting real tired of conservative talk show hosts. Really am. I'm like, I'm bored with them. I think, Dowd, you might be getting the very same thing. No, I think, we've, we've agreed on this before, yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm bored with it. Bored, bored. Glenn's great. You know, Buck and uh, Clay and Buck are great. But honestly, you can hand in uh, the whole the whole lot of them. And attempting to be connected from their palaces, they're, they're failing miserably. So this new threat came out, and I immediately called BS. BS immediately. Okay? We know all know about Black Lives Matter attacking institutions. We all know about Black Lives Matter and people who sympathize with Colin Kaepernick and stuff, shooting at cops like Darian Bashir. We all know about the massive amount of property damage that they, those people, create, right? We know that. We know that. So let's celebrate their Black History Month, why don't we? New bomb threats targeted at multiply, uh, multiple historically black holidays. When did this come out? Oh, yeah, that would be the day Black History Month started. Apparently, uh, they knew exactly just to target black colleges, six of them, the HBCUs. A lot different than the HNIC. By the way, you can't say the words, by the way, just so you know. Uh, but Morgan Freeman can on, uh, on a movie, but you, you can't say it. Black colleges and universities on Tuesday with Howard University, Edward Waters University, and Morgan State University saying they received threats of violence. Well, how were they received? Well, guess what? 
you have no idea and they don't tell you. Interesting. You know how you can tell someone's lying? They don't tell you the process to which it happened, how it was communicated. Howard apparently gave an all clear notice at 7.30 a.m. after the latest threat triggered a shelter in place order around 3 a.m. Why, why would you want to uh, shelter everybody in place if the threat's there? Edward Waters University, never heard of it. They had also received a threat early Tuesday morning. The vicious and racially motivated targeting of Florida's first HBCU is unsettling for our community. Law enforcement is currently investigating this threat for your safety is paramount concern. Oh, okay. I'm glad. I didn't even know they were going back to school, but they were staying away from the COVID. Oregon State University in Baltimore said access to campus was closed Tuesday morning due to bomb threats. Bomb threats are made against at least six HBCUs. By early afternoon, many of them issued all clear. We're all good. All, we're all good. Albany State, Bethune-Cookman, Bowie State, Delaware State University, Howard University, Southern University, and A&M College. According to news sources, the FBI is aware of the series of bomb threats around the country. We're working with our law enforcement partners to address any potential threat. There may be a reason why you didn't hear about this. There's a reason why there's no follow-up to this. This is like a coordinated, woke-going-broke, historically, historically black colleges all getting together to decide that, hey, you know what? We're getting threatened. We want to go ahead and bring your attention to Black Lives Matter and, uh, well, right, Black History Month. Do you think anybody, honestly, like, like really dig deep and, and think, is anybody really threatening these colleges? Or is this a just self-victimization exercise to go ahead and, and do it? Is this part of the same crap that we've been saying, seeing day in and day out? You're helping it when you don't speak up and speak out against this stuff. I know it is. Black Lives Matter spent, uh, they're sitting on 60, 70, 80 million dollars, right? What are they doing with it? They got to do something. They got to do something to distract you. Folks, it's, it's, it's elected officials, politicians, academics, journalists, athletes, leaders, right? They, they justify looting is reparations, right? Let's go ahead and take those monuments down. Those people are racist. They're dead, first of all. They burnt buildings, burned down schools, set fires to neighborhoods, harassed people, right? We're gonna, what did Maxine Waters say? We're going to find you. We're going to contest you. We're going to scream at you. They wanted some, some level of racial reckoning, didn't they? What were all these people looking to do during this entire time? They led other people astray to something that really just did not exist. They manufactured this back in 2013. They created this with a Hispanic, Jorge Zimmerman, right, going after uh, Obama's son. We'll just say that. White Hispanic, the white Hispanic. Oh, white. Uh, Wait, (laughs) Hispanics are white, Dowd, just FYI. Not, 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 not for media elites, you know. They had to get that in, you know. Let's not forget the mayors. The mayors jumped in, okay. Uh, these radicals, they jumped in. It's like, oh, this is a, a cash grab. Like a cash grab, right? Black Lives Matter murals, you see them. Like, they're everywhere now. Do you see the Black Lives Matter murals? They're everywhere. They're just they're painted on city streets, neighborhoods, all that kind of stuff. What's happened during that time? That we've seen the murals, the change are going to come. We got black commercials everywhere. Every commercial, like, just watch it. Every, every commercial's black people. These are facts, folks. I'm not racist. I, I don't know what else to, to tell you. I mean, every single commercial, every single thing that you're doing is woke. Look, look, you got uh, New Mexico United out there. Black Lives Matter. 
And what's happened? Homicides have risen. Darian Bashir. Uh, we had 128 homicides last year. Do you, you want to go through the numbers as a proportion in terms of perspective, overrepresentation of certain ethnic groups in that? Homicides rose by 30% between 2019 and 2020. The largest single increase across the country ever recorded. How did that happen while we're all at home with masking up? These same people who demanded reimagine a new world with fewer cops and more social services had to abandon their utopian dreams, right? And go ahead and reparations and give money back. And these people unleashed a level of chaos culturally, educationally, in your corporations, in your business, all over the place. It is disgusting what these people have done to our country. And I am celebrating spiking the football. Just watching BLM fail and flail all over the place. These journalistic advocates right now, you think these people ask any hard, difficult questions? Uh, no, they laud, they help, they, oh, you know, I'm wearing this. And these people were asking for the abolition of police, about letting prisoners out. They are responsible for the Darian Bashirs of the world, folks. They're running around in Fidel Castro, Che Guevara. I mean, you name it. Pick the leftists. Pick the Maoists, right? This is just complete and total ignorance. And if you are following this crap, you are part of it. And you don't need to be black to be Black Lives Matter. They've been using these deaths of black men, advancing the cause, the media pointing a spotlight at them. And, you know, what's the real priority here, folks? What are they really digging at? More power, getting rid of the police, uh, making money, right? What has uh, Black Lives Matter done? Make money. They got rich. Our streets got more dangerous. A lot more black lives have been lost. Just look at Lori Lightfoot's Chicago. Folks, we need leaders, real leaders to see past race. Yes, the kind like Dr. Martin Luther King. The people... Yeah, let's not forget who our first black elected leaders were. They were Republicans, folks. We had a great talk show host here in this particular place. His name, Langston Bowen. Great guy, great talk show host. Folks, we don't have these leaders today because our country, our culture is being led by people who are vulnerable to emotional manipulation. And there's no doubt that you are part of that very thing. Every time that you say, oh, yeah, I want to go ahead and help those people out. We're going to talk more about this corporately, educationally. We're going to go to Hollywood, visit there. We got to talk about movies and the latest trends going on in the media, the corrupt media as well, the woke infrastructure, the greening of infrastructure, all that more here for the next couple of hours. Let Dowd sort of uh, take a shot at the opening salvo. Sorry for the long-winded open, but I am happy that Darian Bashir is at least giving life, although it's only 33 years in prison, he should be given the death penalty. And the death penalty is something that we need re-implemented here in the state of New Mexico. Dowd? I'm speechless, Eddie. You know, the only thing I'd, I'd do is I'd, I'd reinforce the line from this wonderful piece you've been reading. Uh, I, get, I don't know who this guy is, Delano uh, Squires. He works He's for great. Yeah. Uh Journalists turn into advocates when they stop asking difficult questions or mm-hmm. challenging dubious claims. 
that's the language that I've been looking for. In my mind, I haven't been able to articulate it. When you refuse to ask tough questions to people who are sputtering, uttering preposterous comments and claims, and you just stand there and soak it in, you're no longer a journalist. You are turning yourself into an advocate. And I commend this young man for that sentence. It, it it's, encapsulates the problem perfectly with our so-called journalism today. I just can't believe that we are at this particular point uh, here in this country and how we arrived at this. And it's going to be a long way back for us because uh, they have awoken a giant that should have never been awoken. It should have been uh, kept asleep because we had addressed, we were past this. Um, but, you know, uh, our country seems to be focused inwardly on the wrongs uh, that it seems to think that it has when all the wrongs are happening outside this country and we're being destroyed, we are being destroyed within and the enemy is certainly uh, on the outside. 550, 5,500. That's 550, 5,500 right here in the Kiva. Thanks everybody for joining us uh, here. Full show going all the way to seven o'clock tonight. Dowd will keep uh, ranks with us until 645. We appreciate you and yours as always downloading our app at www.rockoftalk.tv and rockoftalk.com right here in the Kiva. Thanks everybody for tuning in back in three. from all over come to Albuquerque to visit Old Town's historic candy lady. Whether in the mood for a special treat or looking for that perfect gift, our patrons will find assortments from chocolates, glazed fruit, fudge cakes, hard candies, local New Mexico flavors, and even unexpected treats. Check out the candy lady at candylady.com. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. No matter where your journey starts, it will end at Ann Matthews Bridal, where you will get to say yes to the dress. The Ann Matthews selection from nine top designers, including the Disney collection to 18 different lines, brings the shopping experience of New York and Dallas right here to Albuquerque. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. Hey! It's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom.
Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness Commercial Real Estate. When considering your options and locating the right space for your business, call the experts at Sperry Van Ness, 256-1255. That's 256-1255. Or visit us on the web at waltarnold.com. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock. Five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, rock. Nine, ten, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, rock. We're gonna rock around the clock tonight. Put your flat bags on, join me home. We'll have some fun when the clock strikes one. We're gonna rock around the clock tonight. We're gonna rock, rock, rock till broad daylight. We're gonna rock, gonna rock around the clock tonight. When the clock strikes two. Four thirty-eight here in the Kiva. Haley died on this day back in 1981. Yeah, the no longer rocking around the clock. Uh, at the age of 55, uh, he became known as the first rock and roll star. Found dead, fully clothed on his bed, his home in Harlingen, Texas, from a heart attack. Scored the 55 U.S. number one uh, single, "Rock Around the Clock," as well as. See you later, alligator. I remember my nonna thought they used to play that. See you later, alligator. After a while, crocodile. I mean, all the the, the good stuff, right? Uh, I, I, maybe uh, I'm showing my age uh, there. No, I just grew up on uh, that music. Really good, 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 good stuff. And then uh, don't forget, he also had the uh, shake, rattle, and roll song as well. Shake, rattle, and roll. All pretty much kind of the same thing. And then another one, razzle, daddle. He was uh, blind in his left eye as a child due to a botched operation. Later adopted his distinctive spit curl hairstyle to distract attention from his blind eye. Yeah, Bill Haley and his comet blind and uh, blind in one eye. Uh, doubt uh, D. Dowd Muska here. Hour one. Lots of tech- better than both, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I guess. <laughs> well, Eddie, before we we let it fade into sure. posterity, I want to mention your call back in the day. This was an incredibly gutsy call. Uh, Eddie Aragon is is not a man who who fears uh, fears taking risks. June twenty second. 2020. So uh, this this summer will be coming up on two years since the India Palace in Santa Fe yeah. was the victim of a hate crime. I'm, while we're on the subject of the historically black colleges, the next day Eddie said he doubts the veracity of that claim. The the spray painted of MAGA and Trump and you know whatever go home, and the FBI as of October took over uh, the investigation of this because apparently the Santa Fe uh, local cops couldn't couldn't handle it. They are calling for tips as of October of 2021, mid October. So yeah. uh, come come June, we will be two years into this this terrible hate crime that was perpetrated by these white supremacists. Uh, you know, New Mexico, home to many 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 white supremacists, and we are still looking for the perps on this. Uh, Eddie's Eddie's uh, assessment of this looks better and better with every day that passes. In June, we'll be coming up on. The, not the one-year anniversary, the two-year anniversary. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, Dad, uh, the reason why I can make that prediction is because, you know, nobody knows white supremacy quite like me and uh, our audience uh, in the yeah, Kiva. There you yeah, go. That's, yeah. That was the only reason I could make that type of uh, prediction. There you go. <laughs> Experts, yes. Yes, yes uh, we're, we're very connected to the white supremacy community. Here. Uh, 
you don't sense the sarcasm, you're an idiot. Uh, five fifty, uh, fifty. Five, yeah, I'm a skinhead too, right? And all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> let's, uh, let, let's let's get into it, uh, shall we? Uh, does your audience realize, Eddie, that Robert Aragon is Margaret Aragon de Chavez? Oh, look at this. Margaret Aragon de Chavez's brother and the first cousin of the infamous Manny Aragon. Manny Aragon, huh? Oh, look at the connection. Chucky, Chucky boy is making the connection there for us. Um, mentally unstable, self-hating white women are the core of BLM. Yes, they're also the people that you want. So probably not the majority of the Darian Bashir um, jury there, you know. Uh, that was there because if it was uh, mentally unstable, middle-aged, self-hating white women, uh, they would have <laughs> let Darian out. They'd have probably adopted him. Oh sure. Oh. Yeah, they just like adopted him, dated him, you know, said to marry him to piss off their first husband, the first white paternalistic husband, probably. Folks, this is too much. If this is too much truth for you to handle, I invite you to shut off the radio. <laughs> if you can't handle this level of truth, please turn it off. Okay. This is, this is more truth than you can possibly shake a stick at or switch at. I don't know. One of those, right? Anyway. Hannity uh, is a repetitive parrot. <clears throat> I was just saying that the other day, Eddie, to my spousal unit. I like that. A spousal unit is a, it's good. That's the way the IRS looks at it. My sisters uh, and I have used parental unit for a long time. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which the parental parent unit did you talk the to? Parentals. Today? Yeah, the parentals. <laughs> that every commercial has at least two black people in it. There's people who are keeping score now. There it is. So it's just this is what happens when you jam something down people's throat and you force them to take it. They they just won't take it. I mean, I'm hearing literally people, uh, and and these aren't racist people. Just today, like a guy, I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm like did a little double take. He's like, um, yeah, I, I will not watch the halftime show for the Super Bowl, particularly because there's no white people in it. Like you were forcing people to become racist, to defend their own race. That's how you're forcing them to become racist, right? Uh, we, we've got more, more good stuff, folks. This, this show could go five hours. When you want to talk about race, we can go all day, right? We, we're not just economic infrastructure, talking about space or inflation or all the nerdy stuff. We can talk about this kind of stuff too. Maybe with more uh, finesse and ag aggression, than just about anybody uh, else out there. And by the way, I am Hispanic. I can say spick, by the way, They're just like they can say the N-word, right? That's fair to say. Can I, can I say that? <clears throat> look, look at that. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> Comisian and Heather McDonald, LOL video. I don't know what that means. Please try to give me some context. Uh, she did a face plant on the stage, uh, and a lot of people are saying that might have been linked to the oh, bags. comedian. What was it? I don't even know who that is. Boom. Right, she was uh, Mike, and I, and I thought I saw in the headline she was making fun of unvaccinated people as she went face first into the stage. <laughs> the, the irony is it could it was it real that she survived? Did she stay alive? Yeah, yeah, she's okay, I guess oh. for now. Just if you have the vaccine, you die. You know, the last uh, parting words before you leave, or the last thoughts before you leave this, like Eddie was right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Eddie, I feel discriminated against. Uh, okay, maybe, maybe more left out. When are they going to celebrate Irish History Month? They help build that country, this country too. I think I've got that text 50 times, uh, but it, it, it's an oldie but a goodie, as they say. Eddie Albuquerque is unfortunately crime, crime all the time. Blah, blah, blah. Nah, nah, nah. Um, just saw the reference to Heinrich and STEM. I was there in the scientist when he was in STEM. 
He was a draftsman and not a very good one. He's not a very good <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for the tip. I really appreciate that. The intent of creating racism is division, divide and conquer, race wars, right? That's Charlie Manson. Good point, having to defend your own race. Well, that's why you do it. I mean, you guys are now in the point where you're having to justify your heritage. I mean, if someone asks you to apologize, for or or offer some level of reparations aren't you at that point already a racist because you have to defend your position so because you are you have divided yourself against that or either that or you have to adopt and as you're about to find out there's a lot of disgusting things going around uh, this country let's uh get to wool corporations i'm gonna tell you <clears throat> here's the cliff notes on this whole thing do not let your children buy legos well, they can, and you would be buying for them. And if you buy them, you're stupid. You were a stupid person. Just like you are for, uh, by the way, I went into uh, Costco today, Dowd, and uh, I walked in and these like people were attacking me. It was like, sir, 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 sir. I said, uh, hey, okay, I'm right here. You don't have to yell. Well, sir, you need to put on your mask. I'm like, well, I'm in the store. Uh, did you, do you guys realize? The legislature just passed the uh, no mask mandate today. So uh, no masking indoors. And I'm like, it said news, new, uh, new pass. And it was New York, of course, but I just want to kind of test them. Oh, no, no, no. Well, my manager says we still have the masking uh, on. I said, okay, well, that's cool. Good. Where, do you have a mask for me? So they're like scrambling for two minutes while I'm standing there, like literally infecting the store. I was, You know, they didn't kick me out or anything. I'm just literally blowing my germs everywhere, just trying to kill as many people as possible. I was like Godzilla. You know, you've seen that, you know, where the Godzilla's walking. Yes, you know, yes, just yes. Out and everything. That, was, that was me for two minutes. And then finally I put the mask on. And then when I put the mask on, I, I drop it below my nose. So it's just like hanging right above my, my lip line, you know, right there. <laughs> Nobody came and told me anything. <laughs> Slept it right there. And then I kept talking to the person in front of me. And, and the lady, I mean, I can, I can, I might go four or five hours down. So if you have to get going, that's fine. Okay. But the lady in front of me in line, she, uh, she was absolutely ridiculous. I'm like, and I'm talking to her through, like, through the mask because she can't see my lips moving and she doesn't know who I am or anything like that. Because it's kind of funny with the mask on, you could just like be a ventriloquist without, you know, I'm like, uh, lady, I think, and I'm literally saying this like loud enough so she can hear while yeah. she's interacting with i said uh uh price club and costco have only been around for like 40 years like w there's three different prices there's gold star there's normal membership and executive like you're you're taking too much time which one do you want pick the membership that's right for you and, and move forward and i'm just sitting there just talking at her back the whole entire and she's totally irritated so she starts taking more time like every new mexico driver like Somehow, you know, they have their, they don't have their uh, eyes on 10 2 They're in the fast lane and they're driving with their freaking face looking straight at the review mirror because they are good. They have all the time in the world because they already got their check of the first month and they're just sitting there looking at the review mirror the whole time, right? You, you know who this person is, right? They're just, that, that, that was her in front of the line. So I waited for her to come through. And then I started because I had just visited uh, Sam's Club because I went and uh, got my memberships. I got them renewed and all that kind of stuff, you know, because I'm, I'm, you know, going into a house and all that. So I'm just trying to make sure I've got the appliances and everything kind of taken care of. I, I don't know what I'm going to need. Da, 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 da. And so I walk up to the lady. I said, did you know at Sam's Club, I didn't have to wear a mask? <laughs> First thing I tell her, I said, I just renewed my membership over at Sam's Club. I said, That's a great, great American corporation. You know, and I said, do you go to Sam's Club? 
And she says, well, sometimes I do. I said, for what? <laughs> that was it. That was the end of the conversation. Cause I was going to start keep, you know, keep talking to her and keep talking to her. And remember Costco's woke. Uh, Sam's club is uh, less woke. They're both pretty woke uh, as it is. So uh, all corporations are woke. So Lego is another one of those woke corporations. It's February black history month, right? Here we go. Since the 2020 riots, here's what, uh, Lego has been uh, doing. They've been creating non-Lego related posts. They've joined the woke crowd. They've uh, added to the uh, catchy buzzwords, including diversity, inclusion, equity, equality, like all the cancers of society. Okay. On June 3rd, 2020, Lego posted that they would donate $4 million to support black children and educating all children about racial equality. You know who didn't donate any money to black children? George Floyd. In fact, his daughter, uh, she never saw a dollar until... Not even his own child. <laughs> no, no, he had to die before she finally got money. $27 million. Then June 27, 2020, they posted, Love is love, no matter how you build it. Happy Pride Month to the LGBTQ families and the builders across the globe. You were awesome. In case somebody didn't tell you today, you're awesome. We just wanted to tell you, here from Lego. Lego's so great. On March 30th, 2021, Lego made a post celebrating diversity in... Accra. I don't know. What the hell? Accra is located in Ghana. Ghana. You know, one of my best friend, Anthony Igwe, when I was in college, uh, was from uh, Ghana. He was crazy. He was a great guy, though. Very, very good soccer player. He trained uh, Klaus. He, he was the uh, uh, the workout guy for the Klaus Beber, the, uh, the UNM soccer team. What is diverse about one race, they ask? If Lego was to replace this video with an all-white video, well, what would be the reaction? <laughs> Accra is located in Ghana. Then uh, a couple months later, in uh, May 29th, 2021, Lego announced their LGBTQIA set. I don't know what the IA. Oh, it's uh, everyone is awesome. Lesbians, gays, bisexual, transgender, queer is awesome. If they actually knew the English language, it would be, say, LGBTQAA. But they didn't put that because they didn't want to talk about the number of uh, people of each of those groups that are probably going to Alcoholics Anonymous because they can't cope with their own identities. We had to come up with an entire flag to represent all of them. Now, this isn't surprising as Lego usually posts about their upcoming sets uh, as well. Uh, everyone is awesome set. Uh, 346 pieces, by the way. But Lego had a set called the Police Chase at the Bank set. Down. Had 916 pieces. Bigger, mm -hmm. bigger set. Mm -hmm. uh, June 10th, 2021, uh, they made a post celebrating Pride Month again, following month. Uh, October 21, Lego put out a statement, girls are ready to overcome gender norms, but society continues to enforce biases that hamper their creative potential. <clears throat> well, from a very square company, uh, ironically enough, you know, you know, blocks, Legos, they're normally square. So here we go. Just like our texture just stated, all this is doing is increasing division. What else have they done? Okay, there was a humanitarian crisis in Haiti and Afghanistan. August twenty-one, Lego posted that they will donate to UNICEF and UNHCR, whatever that is. Okay, and then on November twenty-third, twenty twenty-one, Lego posted that they would donate seven point one million Danish kroners, one hundred sixty thousand euros to the German Red Cross. So, Lego is not just a company that makes toys; they are a company that promotes woke. And, you uh, and, and environmentalism, Eddie. Uh, they pledged in 2018 that they will not be using fossil fuels in their plastics anymore. They're going to have only plant-based plastics. Uh, they have been uh, at this for a number of years. It's a little difficult for me, uh, as I show my, my Boba Fett 
uh, minifig to uh, the, the viewing audience on television right now. This was from my nephew a couple years back. I oh. have spent, uh, oh. for those 11 years, I cared for the autistic boy who oh. was not autistic. He just. I'm yeah, just glad you didn't shoot anybody on the street. I'm just glad you didn't shoot any unit baseball players on the street. Because, no, I, I, I yeah. haven't done that. Uh, I spent, I would say, probably 90% of my income on those 11 years on Duplo and Lego. Uh, I, oh, I, have, I, have, wow. I, have, I have helped the, the, the rich family that owns the Lego company over in, in Holland there. It, I take this extremely personally. Hmm. Uh, and uh, Eddie, we're going to talk about Hershey in a second. Hmm. Company after company that I have been a loyal customer of um, I, I realized as I got older, I, I couldn't have a hot fudge sundae every single night. Uh, that makes you 300 pounds. So I have to have one maybe once a month. Uh, mm -hmm. And I always bought the Hershey fudge for the hot fudge sundae. Uh, I spent a small fortune on Legos for 11 years. It's getting to the point, Eddie, where I'm running out of companies that I was loyal to and good to, and I want nothing to do with anymore. And I hate to say it, but you know, I might have to be one, become one of these off the grid middle of nowhere, make your own clothes kind of guys, because we are running out of companies we can support, uh, companies embracing this this cultural, uh, I, it's, it's America's cultural revolution, I would say. We, we haven't killed as many people as who were killed during the Chinese cultural revolution, but I would say uh, the germophobia and the woke the wokeness have amounted to uh, a cultural revolution in our country, and where does it stop? Uh, you can get some of those Lincoln logs. I would try that. How about okay. just dirt? You can create mud pies. Oh, yeah. Remember those? You oh, can yeah, just yeah, uh, do that. Yeah. Somehow that's going to end up being some level of racism at some point. All right. So there's an Aspen skiing company, Dowd, is instructing its employees uh, to discriminate in favor of blacks. That's not racist. That, that's definitely not racist. It, it's called the National uh, Brotherhood of Skiers. By the way, the only people that can actually be brothers apparently are black people uh, as well. It's the largest black ski group in the United States. There it is. Party welcome was not enough because Mike Kaplan woke Mike Kaplan, the liberal white CEO of Aspen Skiing Company, found it necessary to issue a memo to all employees. Uh, you imagine getting this? It'd be great. Uh, <clears throat> memo going out to make it make a greater effort uh, to help black the black ones. He goes on to tell employees the reason for the special effort for blacks is because standard, even slightly bad service can easily be interpreted as bias. So employees should avoid saying to customers who are black things that might be interpreted as racist. How about just treating blacks differently than any other, either better or worse as a form of racism, right? How about uh, don't say things like that parking spot is just for hotel guests. Don't, don't, don't offend them. They want to park in a handicapped spot or if they want to park up front and it says loading zone, let it be. Okay. Membership has its privileges. You can't park there. My restaurant isn't open now. Come back at five. They, they don't want that. But apparently, uh, <laughs> those are just facts. <laughs> facts are racist. No, no, you are being racist. There it is. You are uh, in trigger. It, you're you're literally triggering people down. So uh, it's not just welcome all guests, not help all people. It's a, and we're we're talking about skiing. Does the U.S. national team have any black skiers? I'm just curious about that. Probably not. I'll probably say probably not. They're, right? they're all too busy skiing for China. Oh, I know there was a I know there was a black swimmer because they made it a giant deal. I have to say is like, uh, but nothing is worse than you know the one the, the one black swimmer on the USA team, and they're like pointing it out. It's like, oh well, is it, we have a black swimmer. <laughs> How about just a swimmer? Does, does the black guy actually care that he's a great swimmer? 
<laughs> Isn't that racist? Is it not racist to like a, a single out the one black swimmer, the one back black skier, right? The reason why you know that there's not a black skier, folks, you know why? Because they would have singled him out. That's why. Because it's they, they're racist. That's why. Uh, so uh, here it is. Um, <clears throat> what about just treating, you know, Asians, uh, Native Americans, you know, Hispanics? What, what about them? How do we get treated in this whole entire thing? This woke is going absolutely nuts. I mean, uh, poor, I feel bad for the dream that Martin Luther King once had, right? That little children one day live in a nation where they will be judged not by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. Well, uh, this guy, Mike Kaplan, violates every tenant of all that. Every single one. Uh, folks, um, now, we'll get to Hershey's to kick off next hour because we got to start talking about the masking that's going on. It's another way to segment and separate the, the, the social distancing, the everything else that, that's going along with that. But what Hershey's is doing and how they have handled their own corporation, okay, will never will make you never want to buy another Hershey bar again. Or they're, loyal, they're loyal employees. Oh, uh, like Sandy National Labs, right, Doug? Yeah, yeah. It's no, no, no different than that. So... Uh, there you go. Uh, the first hour out of the way, more wokeism coming hour two. We could go hour three. We could just kind of skip through. I mean, people people love this stuff. I, I got to tell you, it's just, just something that they all enjoy. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Hour one in the books. Hour two up next, right here in the Kiva, AM 1600 KIVA, com. Download the app. I'll read your text to kick off hour two. We've got a, a lot uh, coming, folks. Uh, I got to tell you. There's more, more... More text than I can deal with, but we'll kick off uh, hour two with those. Looking for adventure in whatever comes our way. Yeah, gotta go make it happen. Take the world in a loving place. Buy all of the guns and explode into space. I love smoking lightning. Every metal thunder Racing with the wind And the feeling that I'm under Yeah, gotta go make it happen Take the world in a loving embrace Fire all of the guns and what's and Explode into space Like the true nature's child But we were born, gonna be wild we can climb so high. I never want to die. Born to be wild. Born to be wild. This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says she supports increasing restrictions on members of Congress trading stocks. The Stop Trading on Congressional Knowledge, or Stock Act, bars members and employees of Congress from using non-public information derived from their official positions to inform stock trading. Pelosi had previously resisted a stock trading ban for members of Congress telling reporters in December 2021 
that we're a free market economy. The White House is set to fund a grant program for the Department of Health and Human Services that will hand out crack pipes to addicts. The taxpayer-funded grant will provide money to local governments and nonprofits to distribute smoking kits that include clean pipes and syringes to help make drug use safer. USA Radio News. Guys, are you tired of being tired, frustrated because it seems impossible to lose belly fat? If you're looking for a solution, then listen to Mark. I had fantastic results with the Andro 400 Max. Probably lost 35 pounds, and more impressive than that was the inches I lost off of my belly and my waist. And the increased energy is, is fantastic. I'll be totally honest, I tried a different product, and I wasn't happy with the different product. You guys are considerably cheaper than the other brand, and I can really feel the difference. Andro 400 Max, the extra-strength, all-natural testosterone booster. The safe, easy, and affordable way to gain energy and lose stubborn belly fat. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Feel and look like a new man. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. The Biden administration is putting hundreds of illegal immigrants under house arrest in a test program aimed at slashing costs amid the soaring number of crossings at the U.S.-Mexico border. The home curfew pilot program in Baltimore and Houston would include 100 to 200 single adults in each location. Arizona Attorney General Mark Burnovich says this program will be costing you money. Yeah, it's it's obvious that the Biden administration is systematically trying to not only dismantle ICE, but essentially eliminate our entire southern border. And the taxpayers, hardworking middle-class taxpayers, are going to subsidize this progressive left social experiment. And unfortunately, it's going to be all of us are going to pay the cost an increased crime, an increased drug addiction, and really um, destruction in our inner cities. Masks will no longer be required inside businesses in New York starting on Thursday. You're listening to USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroot. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top 10 most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download on iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. Multiple Democratic governors are announcing that they are ending their indoor mask mandates as coronavirus case rates fall. Florida Republican Congresswoman Kat Kamek tells Fox and Friends first that she believes they're just doing it to try to boost poll numbers among Americans. If we know anything about the left, it's about dependency and control, and they'll do anything they can to follow the polling numbers. They see this as an issue where, oh my gosh, voters are actually starting to hate this policy. We better change course. We know it was never about the science. It was never about keeping people or our kids safe. Those governors say the policy is in fact based on the receding Omicron wave and guidance from health experts on living with an endemic virus. New York, Connecticut, New Jersey, and Delaware are among the states that plan to end their mask mandates. Capitol Police are denying accusations from Texas Republican Congressman Troy Niels, who says the agency is investigating him and secretly taking photos of documents in his office. 
Representative Niels joins Fox News and says he thinks he's being targeted because of his views on the January 6th riots on the U.S. Capitol. I believe that that Nancy Pelosi is weaponizing the U.S. Capitol Police to investigate me, to try to silence me, intimidate me, and quite honestly, to destroy me. For USA Radio News, I'm Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. I'm AM 1600 KIVABQ.FM, Hour 2 coming at you. From the ABQ with D-Dowd Muska and myself, the D-Dowd 3000 right here in the Kiva and a racially charged uh, first hour uh, to celebrate uh, Black History Month. Uh, doing it like nobody else can, ladies and gentlemen. Nobody else will. Uh, <clears throat> and nobody else uh, will want to do it the way that we do it. And uh, I should say I do it. Uh, Dow's just along for the ride, a lot of this stuff. Uh, race is not his thing. As you know, he is Caucasian, white, Irish, um, anything that says... Can and will be used him uh, against uh, in the mall, in the theater, uh, in line somewhere. And uh, if Dowd were to park in a handicapped spot or, uh, you know, in, in any parking area that would be out there, Dowd could not claim that uh, you are racist. He would actually have to be following the law. Um, well, as part of my reparations, I will. I will. Dowd Muska, hour two. How are you? Uh, I'm well. As part of my reparations for just being born uh, an, an Irish Slovak American, I will say, rest in peace, Javier Gonzalez, uh, the former mayor of, of Santa Fe, has passed away. According to oh, the newspaper happened? up there, he was suffering from cancer. A young man yeah. in his mid mid fifties. Uh, he was an enemy of mine. I said a lot of nasty things about him over the years because I completely opposed his ideological agenda. Of course, he was the man behind the soda tax, and I was actually the first person in a Op, in an op-ed yeah. to to raise the specter of a soda tax in Santa Fe because he started making these rumblings about a healthier uh, city and that kind of stuff. And I said, uh, and I submitted an op-ed to the, pa- the paper and, and basically saying, well, when you start to hear that kind of talk, the kind of language the mayor is using, that means he's going to follow his other progressive mayors and so sponsor a soda tax. The city, city said, oh, no, that's not what we're going to do. And of course, months later, that's exactly what they did. So uh, I was the first person to call out the, the the warning on the soda tax for Santa Fe. We defeated that soda tax quite decisively. Uh, the, the good people of Santa Fe, the working class of Santa Fe, the poorer, I will have you know, the poorer wards and districts of Santa Fe defeated that ridiculous proposal. It wasn't Rich Whitey who defeated that. It was working class Hispanic people who defeated that soda tax. But at a time like this, I will try to be a bigger man. And I will just simply say, rest in peace. Man died, you know, very, very young. And uh, our best wishes to the family. Well, he was openly gay. Uh, Remember, that was like a thing. And then, uh, you know, I think that was kind of one of the things that he was known for, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes. Yep. You might remember the early days of... uh, I don't know. AIDS? You know what they called that, right? A gay-related immunodeficiency grid, they no, called it. No, yes. no, they didn't call it that. They called it gay cancer. Right, yeah, right, right. right. Yeah. No, Official just, uh, grid, yeah, right. yeah. And he died of cancer, correct? Uh, that is what the, the Santa Fe New Mexican is reporting, yes. Okay. Well, I'd just like to point that out. I mean, you know, since we are sort of at this uh, ignorant little place uh, here, I would like to know a little bit more about it. But nonetheless, uh, he has passed away, sadly. Um, you know, uh, certainly at that. He was, uh, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't he head of the Democratic Party of New Mexico? 
I believe he was at one point. Um, and, and according to the Santa Fe New Mexican, uh, uh, clueless as ever, uh, I'm not bashing Javier right now, I'm bashing the newspaper. They said that uh, he was uh, described as a forward-thinking mayor and championed a number of somewhat progressive issues. Oh. Only, only somewhat progressive. Huh. There you go. I didn't know too, too much about him. I think he was a very, very good friend of uh, one Tim uh, Keller. They both oh. went to the uh, the Kennedy School, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. So, uh, let's see. On gun policy, here we are. Supporter of gun safety, stronger gun control. Okay. Equal rights, ran on the premise for equal rights of all. Sought to expand the living wage. <laughs> I love it when they say living wage. It's like, <laughs> how much money does one need to live? Well, in Santa Fe, the living wage is like 35 bucks an hour. Uh, Gonzalez was exceeded, uh, succeeded, yeah, exceeded by Alan Weber. Uh, he resided in New Mexico at two dot. He had two daughters? I believe so, yeah. Oh. Yeah. In fact, one of them wrote an op-ed uh, supporting the soda tax. I, I, I can't believe I forgot that. Wanted yeah. to pay more money for the, yeah. for the soda. Always trust teenagers to set tax policy. That's always a good idea. Okay. Was he married or did he adopt the uh, children with his partner? Or, I mean, what do we know about his person? I'm more interested in that just because it was like all the headlines. I mean, I'm looking at every reference. Santa Fe selects its first gay mayor. Win Santa Fe mayoral race is first gay, gay. Like the whole thing is about him being gay. Yeah, yeah. Which has absolutely zero. Sort of like being black has nothing to do with anything. Just like being gay shouldn't have anything to do with you being mayor. So everyone's like, oh, Santa Fe elects its first openly gay mayor, the new civil rights movement. Let's see. Santa Fe selects its first gay mayor, uh, the advocate. Uh, let's see. Uh, Boom.lgbt.com. Santa Fe, New Mexican voters elect city's first openly gay mayor. Um, let's see, Mr. Mayor Javier Gonzalez looking outside city hall to unify sanity, but his house remains divided. Were they talking about his personal house here? Let's see what else uh, we get to, um, doesn't say anything else, but there's four different, uh, five different, six different references on his wiki page to his sexuality as if it had something to do with his ability to do his job. See, we're not pointing out this folks. These are people who are, are, Making a big deal about it uh, on their own. So. Identity politics. It's all that matters in America now. Hey, I just want to vote. I'm looking for the one who's gay. That's the guy I'm going to vote for. Exactly. Because he and I have to agree on everything, right? Right? Just the mere fact that he's gay. Right? Where does he and park I... his garage? Does he park his garage in the same car, in the same garage as I do? <laughs> ah. Yes, folks. I'm just the, just keeping it real, dog. Uh, 550, 50, 500. <clears throat> Speaking of which, uh, the Hershey Company. Well, you just can't you can't put this stuff you can't segue this stuff on its own, Dowd. Nope. <laughs> Can I get a least I can't even get a laugh, man. Not even a deadpan laugh out a of that. Consummate one. professional, ladies Yeah, there we go. <laughs> the irony of the transit anyway. <clears throat> My parents would not be proud of today's show. Maybe they would. I don't know. Who knows? They don't have to say. Who cares? Don't really like being anyway. Hershey Company has begun firing office workers who did not get vaccinated against COVID-19. On the way out the door, Hershey is asking employees to sign a nine-page confidentiality. <laughs> I'm, I'm having deja vu. I'm having deja vu. <sighs> They're fired. Sign this. And release agreement that would remove their rights to sue the company or talk about their experience. That's a how do you do, huh? Sort of like, is that the Harvey Weinstein agreement? That, is that the one? Is that one where you where you leave and uh, basically we're gonna 
is, is this is a racially charged thing where that where you get blackballed in Hollywood, right? It's a different anyway. <clears throat> we're not talking about uh, Pulp Fiction. Although their signature comes with a special separation payment. Ooh, what type of separation? How, how many zeros? Is there a thousand dollars for each page I sign? Many have not signed this agreement and won't get the money. Whoa, <laughs> you didn't agree to this. By most accounts, working at Hershey was a great job. They have the Hershey Chocolate Factory over in Las Vegas. I went there. Employees at the Hershey, Pennsylvania headquarters, HQ, and the offices at other states report higher than average wages and bowls of candy placed around the offices. For saying a lot of fat people keep people fat and then make them back. I think that was their whole entire thing. Uh, people were snacky. They were getting really snacky. Here's your sugar. Here's your um, syringe. They're very snacky. During holidays, employees would get a big bag of treats to take home. Wow. You just, you just print this? Although that practice stopped after Easter 2021. Ooh. There's a sample room for trying new products. Colorful graphics decorating the walls, and the products are more fun than selling insurance. Maybe not that fun. But it stopped being fun after months of human resources meetings and employees say included education about vaccines, asking if the employee had changed their mind about getting the shot and uncomfortably invasive questions. Dowd, uh, what do we know about Hershey? What are they doing and how bad is it? It's pretty bad. And, and they actually profile a couple of the people who are impacted by the, this. A, a very unfortunate woman named or man named Kim Durham, payment analyst and sourcing buyer, told the Epoch Times, I really thought I'd be okay requesting the religious exemption. I thought you cannot question my faith. Mm. Uh, she put, uh, put the official paperwork through, thought everything would be fine. I thought this was behind me until September when I met with a HR representative. Um, HR people are uh, living demons on planet Earth, ladies and gentlemen. I, I've lived, worked for myself in small organizations most of my life, and I've always heard terrible things about mm. the HR department. Then I ran into an actual HR department a couple of years ago. They're just as bad as I was. I'd been told. Was that, uh, it was, was, was that outsourced? By the way, was that an outsourced HR? Uh, I was working. I was doing contract work for a very, very large organization, and yeah. uh, I was lectured to, I believe, on at least two occasions by an HR rep. And I thought, you know what? You're confirming everything I've heard. You're a, you're a horrible human being. Anyway, moving back to our our friend Kim in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Yes. Uh, it was an interrogation Ooh. by the HR department on her religious beliefs. They twisted your words and tried to put words into your mouth. It was terrible. I was asked such personal questions that had nothing to do with, with religion. Uh, Kim was shocked when in November, I guess just what, a couple months back now, she received word that her request for religious accommodation had been, of course, denied. Uh, the Epoch Times uh, publication interviewed a couple other Hershey employees who were in the final days uh, of their employment. Wow. Apparently, the HR goons are, have asked these types of questions. Have you ever been vaccinated? Are your children vaccinated? How do you protect yourself when you leave your home? How often do you go to church? Do you take Tylenol, ibu uh, ibuprofen, Tums, or Mydol? Wow. If so, can you Perfect. say that you're truly a religious person? Because a lot of those medicines also have the same ingredients as the vaccine. How, how did they know? Did they know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, how yeah. do they know what's in the vaccine? That's A lot of virologists working <laughs> in the HR department for Hershey. Thanks, uh, Hershey's uh, unbelievable. Good. And so Ms. Durham uh, had been a 20, what, 22-year employer, uh, employee there. Was. And uh, she's on her way out. The requirement mm. was for vaccination by October 4th. 
Uh, she was still unvac- unvaccinated on October 5th. She was told she was no longer allowed in the building. Dang. Um, somehow she continued working in, like George Costanza, she kept showing up for work uh, and she stayed until January. Uh, at her last day, the company sent an empty box to her home so she could ship her work equipment back to them. Oh, uh, according to uh, Kim, we are losing our jobs over this vaccine policy. It's wrong that a company can terminate you and you lose your livelihood. This should not be forced. Uh, um, apparently, employees, uh, something like 1,400 workers have applied for a religious exemption. Eddie, I said it earlier, I'm sick of boycotting companies. But after this thuggery, uh, I think I'm going to look elsewhere for my hot fudge for my hot fudge Sunday once a month. Well, it's uh, nothing but uh, it's very hot. And, uh, well, if you believed in the Easter Bunny, would that be considered a religious exemption? Whether or not you thought the Easter Bunny was hollow or solid milk chocolate. I mean, could you mm-hmm. use that? I mean, these are all, like, this is getting that, that kind of uh, crazy ridiculous. There you go. So Hershey's. Uh, so we're, we're boycotting the Aspen Skiing Company, Legos, Hershey's. Is that, is that correct? Is that where we're going <laughs> just so far? Oh, I already, you know, I'd, I'd already started in on Coca-Cola, Chick-fil-A. Mm. Um, yeah, definitely oh, no, never Chick-fil-A. A Blaze Pizza. Who else am I boycotting? Yeah, what's um, Blaze Pizza? Is that LeBron? Uh, that is, I, I didn't like them. I didn't like them because they banned straws in their restaurants. And then after St. George of Fentanyl died, I started getting emails from them about how they're all really, really woke and they're going to hire black employees. I Just shut up and sell me the good or service that I'm paying you for. I don't need, they don't need to talk about any other they, subject. They literally stated that they're going to hire black employees like exclusively? or uh, like- Not exclusively, but there was a bunch of really woke simpery. But I tell you, Eddie, I started off with the straws because of the straws. Uh, they they oh. apparently think that they were contributing to turtle deaths, so we can't have straws in our restaurants anymore. Where does it end? As you can see, we're celebrating uh, Black History Month, just uh, just like this uh, place in Westward, uh, Westwood, Massachusetts, a Massachusetts school. <clears throat> they kicked off the uh, the month. I mean, historically, black colleges kicked it off by saying that uh, people are attacking their school. And then, then there's this doubt. <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to go through this. You're going to go there. I got to go. I got to go. You gotta, you gotta. It. You is, it's there, folks. I got to do it. I got it. It's there. And you're going to enjoy every bit of this. You will, folks. Trust this, me. The story is finger licking good. Massachusetts school has issued an apology after deciding to offer fried chicken for lunch to celebrate the beginning of Black History Month. Uh, Javarian, Javarian Brothers High School became the center for controversy earlier this week uh, after students say the school promoted the meal during a morning announcement. <laughs> These liberals, they just really think they just treat them different. Yeah, give them, I mean, m- my gosh, I just can't believe I'm doing this. Administrators of the private school in Westwood claim the idea came from a black cafeteria worker. Oh, blame the black guy, huh? They even they even blame the black guy. Instead, it was an attempt to educate students about black history and culture. <laughs> they could have chosen a different part of the African cuisine. Uh, how is fried chicken African cuisine? Doubt. Mm-hmm. Like even that is racist. Isn't that statement in and of itself pretty racist? That's according to Liam Baker. Yeah, I, like that statement. Like you don't even know you're being racist. They could the have colonel, chosen a different the colonel's not from Nigeria. I mean, so I, you what, know, at what point? Yeah, do you think that 
fried chicken is part of African cuisine. What is wrong with you crazy racist liberals? You're crazy. Like, you people are crazy. I would be like, African, what are you talking about? A lot of kids have taken the stance of that it was a mistake, but there wasn't any mal malintent. They could have just approached it differently. Yeah. By not noting that chicken is African cuisine. How about that, Liam? The school's principal, Dr. Jacob Conka, says the lunch, they should fire him. Yeah. He's I don't out. know why, but I know that he needs to. He needs to be fired just for the fact that they kicked off Black History Month with fried chicken. This isn't the first time the high school has made headlines for an incident involving race. They launched an investigation of verbal harassment of a racist and sexual nature at a playoff football game. <laughs> okay. Uh, we are deeply troubled and disheartened by our failure in this instance and take full responsibility. If Conca is taking full responsibility, I think um, much like the guy from Chick-fil-A, he should be shining shoes. Or the mm -hmm. black community start start with the black worker the black cafeteria yeah. worker yeah. yeah and give him a raise after blaming him hello mm -hmm. i offer my sincere we're actually being serious folks i offer my sincere apologies for the harm that our actions may have can you imagine being so white that you don't even know that this particular uh statement that you're making is racist they could have chosen a different part of the african cuisine that, that it's literally there folks right there but the guy who suggested it, is he a self-hating black American because he suggested it? I mean. I think we need to look at a couple of levels deeper. Okay. If we can. I think that's good. All right. Uh, staying in Boston, uh, racially charged uh, part of the uh, very. Uh, don't they always vote yeah. uh, Democrat up there in Boston? Uh, yeah. The, the, the Irish Americans uh, and the black Americans, let's just say, haven't always uh, seen eye to eye on certain issues. The uh, nonprofit Parents Defending Education has settled a lawsuit that alleged a suburban Boston school district allowed for the creation of student groups that didn't include all genders and races. This is going to go the right way now, folks. Listen to this, okay? Flip side of this, okay? Affinity groups, challenging those. The group filed a suit last year on behalf of several Massachusetts families that claimed Wellesley Public Schools violated the First and Fourteenth Amendments of uh, the Civil Rights Law. Families claim that the school system allowed for events and affinity groups that focused on specific races. I want to stop there. Can you imagine if we had an attorney that would file this in the state of New Mexico, in the state of Arizona, in the state of Colorado, in the state of uh, uh, Texas, in the state of Utah, in the state of all these places? Folks, this held up under the First and Fourteenth Amendment. The suit states that middle school teacher was reported to have established specific healing spaces for Asian Americans, students of color, and not any for students who identify only as white. Yeah, got shot down. Wellesley Public Schools remain free to pursue its goal of providing a safe learning environment free of bias and discrimination for all students, faculty, and so isn't that what we were all about from the very beginning? Remember when we were all appreciating each other and, you know, and then suddenly it became politically charged at, at what point? It also challenged the school system's draconian bias reporting procedure, which authorized schools to punish speech because others believed it to be, quote-unquote, offensive or demonstrative of conscious or unconscious bias. Folks, find an attorney. Raise this issue. Don't let it go. Cato decided to write a little something about this, but in a different way, but sort of takes on a different angle. Montgomery County Public Schools in suburban Washington, D.C. has charged a team with drafting K-12 curricular overhaul that, quote-unquote, strengthens students' sense of racial, ethnic, and tribal 
identities, helping students understand and resist systems of oppression and empower students to see themselves as change agents, as noted by the National Journal of Commerce, Joshua Krauschar on Twitter. Folks, these are the types of things that would stop if this Boston area school uh, directive that came out challenged the parents defending education would get together and go after these very cut up woke approaches towards education. Am I, am I right down? I think, I think this would be a, a good strategy going forward. Absolutely. Your schools have been overrun with this woke tribal oppression at this point. In fact, uh, one man says, I'll speak up. I wouldn't mind my kids sense of racial, tribal, or ethnic identity to be strengthened. I don't want them to be trained to quote unquote resist. And most of all, I don't want them to turn into change agents. I don't want them to go to damn school. Uh, dad, speaking for myself, the white families of varying political colorations might all agree that there are systems of oppression existing in the world, but uh, we're going to disagree strongly on which systems those are and where their definitional boundaries might be. What's the Albuquerque public school system doing? What's the state of New Mexico doing? Folks, you have precedent here. We just gave you some ammo to go after these school boards and hit them hard. Longstanding theme at the Cato Institute, which uh, Dowd himself is very fond of and pointed out in this article. He's a, a, it's a very libertarian, uh, economically libertarian uh, think tank. Yes. Also backers of a, a good publication uh, called Reason, uh, reason.org, if you want to visit the website. Longstanding theme of Cato's work on school choice is that public schooling often seen as bridging and ameliorating cultural and social divisions, one of my favorite words, in fact, tends to worsen them by forcing families into combat. Yep. That's exactly what's happening in every single school. Yep. Political systems, school boards, et cetera, et cetera. A cultural separation war is happening. This is exactly why we should abolish and prevent CRT from being taught in schools because it should absolutely disgust you to no end. And in fact, a new ad from a group of people, this is where things are working. When groups get together, an organization committed to promoting and supporting center-right policies and ideas called End to America, that better the lives of families, especially in America's suburbs. I like that. I like that, right? According to the group's website, takes on hypocrites in Hollywood, politics, media, and the unions. They have a brand new ad. I didn't look at the ad, Dad. Have you looked at that? Uh, uh, no, I just read the lines from it, but uh, sounds good. Yeah, go ahead. Read the lines, if you would, for us. Uh, let's see. The, uh, the specific quote is, kids are locked out of school, locked out of learning, locked out of their childhood. Celebrities and media personalities and hypocritical politicians are partying like it's 2019. That should disgust everyone. Uh, the video, video then features footage of kids uh, watching adults in American culture flouting the mask mandates. This is brilliant. Uh, the company, the, the the text follows up with: They see the excitement, they see the joy, they see what they are missing. Democrats are putting kids last. Teachers unions are putting kids last, including the teacher unions that your Republicans just voted to subsidize more in, in New Mexico. Mexico. Um, and the last line is to uh, tell them to give uh, give kids their childhood back. Eddie, on the right, conservatives, libertarians are 
abysmally dismal awful at messaging this is brilliant messaging it goes right to the heart of this the hypocrisy the elitism uh these folks and the organization again it's the capital n the, the number two n to america and uh, these guys know how to fight eddie we need more people like this absolutely and more messaging like this so let's let's wrap this up and since we don't have the groups that are out there that are fortified that are able to fight hard on the first and the 14th amendments and bring these to school boards and like this is standing folks in a very liberal state in boston you see the ridiculousness that's happening I and mean, people are becoming commoditized based upon their race heck if i was black at this point and you had a bunch of white people who was like trying to stand in and say hey you're gonna serve me fried chicken to celebrate african-american or black america or black history month my god how stupid are you like just get the f away from me immediately In Virginia, you saw what the brand new governor has been doing, okay? Well, now the Senate is working hard. Democrat State Senator Chap Peterson made a floor amendment on the Senate floor to bill to a bill from Republican State Senator Siobhan Dunavent that would require school boards to permanently offer in-person instruction. What's wrong with these people? Do they want them all to get infected? The Virginia Senate approved the amendment to a bill giving parents the ability to choose whether their children wear masks in schools without giving an excuse and regardless of rules adopted by local school boards. Right in with the brand new governor. The language in Peterson's amendment states, any parent with a child enrolled in a public school or any school-based early childhood care program could detect to send their children, could elect to send their children to the classroom without a mask, notwithstanding any other provision or law and regulation rule policy implemented by school board, division official, or other state local authority. In fact, nobody could do it. The parent as the ultimate authority. I was a Democrat, folks. The last week we've seen Democrat-led states like Oregon, Connecticut, New Jersey, Delaware, New York, not New Mexico, <laughs> move away from mask mandates in schools. Just requested by David Gallego. So thanks, thanks for being on the front lines there, uh, Mr. Gallegos and uh, Greg Baca. Youngkin said in a statement, this shows that if we work across the aisle, we put Virginians first, Look forward to signing this bill when it comes to my death. Republicans have the might. The Republicans have the right. Republicans have the science. They have the data. It's working. But of course, the Democrats have Hollywood. They have messaging. They have cool culture. They have the fear porn that they're pushing the stuff out there. We're going to talk about that uh, when we return. We're going to talk about woke Hollywood and movies here in our next segment. 530 uh, here in the Kiva. Anything else there for you, uh, D-Dowd Muska? Uh, you know, on these racial issues, Eddie, I, yeah. I, uh, I, I just a couple of days ago, I remembered for the first time in 30 years, a, a memory kind of scary when you get to be my age and yep. you, know, you, you, you have a memory, You're but you, re, you realize it was 30 years ago in the lily white rural north central Connecticut region. My friends and I, I don't think this was my idea. It was somebody's idea. I think the Cosby show used to be on Wednesday or maybe Thursday nights. So Thursday nights, seven o'clock. Okay, so it was Friday. Uh, one of the, we had about three teachers who loved the Cosby Show, and we talked about it all the time. So we decided that we were going to watch the Cosby Show again the following weekday when school was over. Oh, we wow. had access to Whoa. the schools. Uh, you know, you know, remember you'd wheel around the television with the VCR under it, um, and somebody ended up recording it every Thursday night. We had about thirty or forty kids who would stay after school. The most lily white group of little white kids you've ever seen. And what? we would watch the Cosby show. Some of the kids who weren't able to watch it the previous night would see it for the first time. 
me, I, and others who had watched it the previous night would watch it again. We loved the Cosby show. I can't recall one remark from anyone about this being a black family. It was wonderful, wholesome entertainment. 30 or 40 lily white kids. I don't know why this memory just popped back in my head the other day, but it did. And I guess in America in 2022, you couldn't do that, right? Because we all have no. to be all set off in our in our groups. Right? In fact, uh, Huxtable, uh, I believe, not just his name, but uh, he would be considered uh, an Uncle Tom, I think. Oh, sure. That's right. He's not down for the right. struggle. Yeah, that's right. Didn't everybody fall in love with Lisa Bonet, huh? I knew I would. Like after a quick break here in the Kiva, Malcolm Jamal Warner, like all that, and uh, Theo, you will not try to do better, Theo. You will do better. <laughs> Back after a quick break here in the Kiva. <laughs> Hey, Rock of Talk listeners, do you know what's on the Rock of Talk app? The Rock of Talk TV, Rock of Talk podcast, Rock of Talk news, weather, alarm, and more. Download it now at rockoftalk.com. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van S Commercial Real Estate. When considering your options and locating the right space for your business, call the experts at Sperry Van S, 256-1255. That's 256-1255. Or visit us on the web at waltarnold.com. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, healthcare, professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. I need something sweet, chocolate, vanilla, fudge with fruit, nuts, cream, jelly, mouth-watering, tingling, sensational, and I need it right now. Not just from anywhere. It must be the Candy Lady in Old Town, and they'll even deliver. Check out the Candy Lady at CandyLady.com. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. Straight Line Painting, a family-owned business providing their services for over 10 years. Now, whether you need a home or business painted, garage epoxy floor, or even a complete restucco, Straight Line Painting are the experts. Owners Efren and Josh are always available and oversee every project from estimate to final walkthrough. Call 505-659-0973 for a free estimate and visit StraightLinePaintingABQ.com to see their great reviews. Are you in set it and forget it mode with your investments? 
How's that working for you? Let's have a look. I'm Tom Crow of Crow Financial Advisors, and I'll give you a few ideas. Visit crowaboutmoney.com or call me at 243-2281. It's not what you make, it's what you keep. What's your plan for the financial future you want? Call Tom Crow at Crow Financial Advisors to change your approach to money. Dial 243-2281 or visit crowaboutmoney.com. No matter where your journey starts, it will end at Ann Matthews Bridal, where you will get to say yes to the dress. The Ann Matthews selection from nine top designers, including the Disney collection to 18 different lines, brings the shopping experience of New York and Dallas right here to Albuquerque. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, Encores, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. When you suffer a personal injury in a crash, you need an attorney with integrity. I'm Mark Caruso, Caruso Law Offices. Semi-truck crashes can cause severe, long-term injuries. Caruso Law Offices is rated among the best attorneys representing victims of semi-truck accidents with recent jury verdicts of 6 and $8 million. Caruso Law Offices will fight for you. Caruso Law Offices, 883-5000. Your personal injury attorney with integrity, 883-5000. CarusoLaw.com. This is David Allen Staley, Medicare Coverage Advisor with the Senior Health Resource Center. Call to set up your free Medicare consultation, 505-350-3858. Save possibly hundreds or even thousands of dollars with the right Medicare plan. It's important to understand the all-new Medicare options. Call to set up your free Medicare consultation, 505-350-3858. That's 505 505- Three five zero three eight five eight. We can dance if we want to. We can leave your friends behind. Cause your friends don't dance. And if they don't dance, well, they're no friends of mine. I say we can go where we want to. A place where they will never find. And we can act like we come from out of this world. Leave the real one far behind. And we can dance. White music. Here we go. Uh, here in the Kivo on AM 1600 KIVA. ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, Men Without Hats, uh, a.k.a. Men Without Rhythm, uh, Dancing the Maypole, crazy commies out there. Well, I can dance if I want to. I uh, remember when uh, being white was cool. That would be the early 80s uh, when yuppiedom uh, was there. But now, uh, yeah, white white culture, uh, yeah, got to get rid of it. Um, exploitative, <clears throat> exploitative, racist, <laughs> patriarchal. Homophobic. Less, less. I uh, remember that uh, that movie, Less Than Zero. With uh, I think that was the last. That was like the uh, Brett Easton Ellis. Uh, yeah, great, yeah. great, great movie. I want to say that's the, the last great white film besides Wall Street. Uh, remember they used to do all those period pieces that would be just awful. 
every movie you'd hate everyone the age of innocence and oh yes uh, i think they had amadeus was that howard officially, Penn, yes was yeah. amadeus officially the whitest movie ever oh that's pretty white yeah yeah no, no. Uh, composers a movie about composers in europe oh no yeah. they're uh, all thomas, men too oh thomas dolby she blinded me with science <laughs> like i think that might have been the second whitest uh uh song of all time like almost dun, 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 dun. why does it sound like uh, i would probably say flock of seagulls very white yeah flock of seagulls any I anything so a devo mark oh. mothersby uh yeah. extraordinarily white right? uh, uh, uh. These are well don't forget the jim belushi uh the white guy rap from saturday night live in the early oh. 80s uh, and the line was, uh, they, they used to bring him out and they would say, all the way from New Canaan, Connecticut. It's the white guy. And I think the line that I loved was, I'm extremely white. That's right. I walk with my buttocks extremely tight. Yes, that, that's yeah, there we go. Uh, <laughs> uh, Huey Lewis and those. Uh, hip, uh, Huey Lewis and the news. Hip to be square. Extremely Probably also white. saying, also, I think Brett Easton Ellis also did. Did he also do American Psycho? I think so, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. So, yeah, so that would be uh, probably the uh, also on the uh, record for one of the whitest films of all time, American Psycho, right? He, literally a white guy beating a black homeless guy to death on the street. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Officially qualified. So, so. White would not angst. be allowed today. Yeah. That movie would never make it to, to theaters in today's. Uh, that was that was Jason uh, Bateman, right? Uh, A.K.A. Uh, what, what's Patrick Bateman. Patrick Bateman. Yeah. 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 Uh, here we go. <clears throat> Javier Gonzalez, who served as one-term uh, mayor of Santa Fe, has died at the battle of cancer at the age of 56. Uh, there he goes. Uh, Donald Trump, put your money where your mouth is, buddy. He's uh, endorsement of Congressman Warren Davidson, uh, for a real fighter for the great people of Ohio, Mr. Warren Davidson. So let's see if he gives him any money. That, that coming in. That dude's white. Yeah, but Warren is most definitely white. He's, you know, he's he's MAGA white. He's Make America Great Again white. So. I, I I hesitate to say this, Eddie. I will admit, um, my mother's father, his name was Warren. Oh, there <laughs> so, you go. Anyway, uh, black or white? Another endorsement coming from uh, Donald Trump. Endorsement of Katie Arrington. She's running against uh, an absolutely terrible candidate, Congresswoman Nancy Mace, whose remarks now have been just devastating for her community. Um, is Katie? Let's see if Katie is. Remember, uh, ethnic Republicans get elected in droves. If you're Hispanic, Asian, or Black, and you're Republican, great chance of you winning. Funny that uh, there's no gubernatorial minority Republican candidate running for governor. All the names at the top are mighty white. Mark Ronchetti, uh, Rebecca Dow. J Block. Yeah, yeah. Glad the Republican Party's picking up on what what works. Oh, I mean the party, Eddie. I mean the party has. They're not lights. Listen to this: the Republican Party of New Mexico has the over seventy white evangelical oh, rural yeah, New Mexican vote locked up. I mean, yeah. locked up. Solid. They're going to they're gonna ride that demo all the way to victory. Absolutely. Those are the people who are running the Berlioz County Party, by the way. Uh -huh. I think you got um, you know, a strange group of uh, uh, affinity racist white people who really hate Hispanics. Bald-headed Hispanics primarily. Middle-aged, yeah, bald-headed Hispanics. 
particularly tall, large, uh, 250-pound, bald Hispanic men who appeal to a cross-section of many white. I think think the reason why they hate large, bald Hispanic men to be at the front of any party is like one of the reasons. They're like the little ones they can control, like the little Manny Gonzalez. Like Manny's like a, he's like a pet. You know, you can, you know, yes, you know, yes. Like, uh, a little marsupial. Yep, yep. Manny Very condescending, marsupial. paternalistic approach. Like, we yes. can control him. We yep. can't control the big scary one. That's, that, that's, and, he, and for some reason, the middle-aged white women seem to love him. They really, really seem to love him. He, he has crossover appeal. The older, the older white men also seem to love the, the tall, balding, uh, the tall, bald Hispanic guy. Okay. Very okay. aggressive. We've got graphs and charts we've on gotta, We've got to put him away. Do not let that man see the light of day. Please. Please. We won't have the Republican white appeal any longer. <clears throat> woke go broke. Uh, this is from San National Labs. David Gibson is brought to, in to be the face of the woke SNL. He's also the hammer of the enforcement in SNL's COVID tyranny over the unvaxxed. Please see attached. Uh, Peary's welcome letter to Gibson. Gibson's MLK letter of acceptance. Gibson's letter to workforce primarily directed the unvaxxed and ADA definition of disability. Woke go broke. Thank you. Um, how an all Nepali team pulled off one of the most dangerous climbs in history. There you go. Glad we, because uh, they're all Sherpas. How about that? They grew up literally in the out. Is That's that racist. racist? That's racist. How is a Sherpa racist? Sherpa. I actually, I actually knew one, uh, believe it or not. Are you serious? How is a Sherpa racist? Hmm. Well, because they follow behind the big, rich, entitled white guy going up the mountain, and they carry all the heavy loads. So that's we're halfway up the Himalayas, and it didn't matter. <laughs> uh, the Sherpas, uh, the Sherpa held uh, white guy Johnson, right? Gojo. Oh, remember he had he had, he got to the top. He wouldn't have got to the top without a Tibetan Sherpa, right? 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 Or Nepalese. They're very spiritual. So like uh, now, if I were to compare them to a gremlin, like a mogwai or something like that, that would might be you know, right. Oh, there. Anyway, endorsement of Congressman John Mulinar, a terrific representative of the people of Michigan, uh, and also endorsed by Donald Trump. Will Donald Trump give him money? Survey says no. He's going to keep it for himself. Uh, he's given away enough money, hasn't he? <laughs> like literally his entire check. <laughs> the guy got paid nothing. His sanity, <laughs> his health. <clears throat> Spanish whites uh, with the Reds this week in the uh, this edition of the Spirits of uh, New Mexico. Oh. Oh, 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 oh. Next New York Times editor takes blame for Sarah, P- Sarah Palin error at defamation trial. Ah. That's getting released by uh, <clears throat> the Save America pack. Let's see. Uh, we go. They're they're evacuating Americans out of the Ukraine. Ted Cruz races to help trucker heroes. He becomes the number one champion in genius move. Um, I'm not feeling Ted Cruz anymore. Not feeling him. The worst person in the world, Justin Trudeau. Uh, I'm back. I'm boosted. And just how had COVID nineteen? Can I relax now? No. <laughs> Never. <laughs> what kind of stupid question is that? Uh, let's see. There we go. Patriot Sentinel. Supreme Court candidate exposed. New report should disqualify her. That's racist, by the way. Yep. Yep. Even mentioning anything that would disgrace anything that would disgrace or disqualify a black woman who's wanting to be in Supreme Court justice. 
By the way, you can't want to be. Sort of like being chosen, folks. Uh, Jen Psaki, the whitest person in America, says everyone will have to show <laughs> proof of vaccination before receiving free crack pipe. That's okay. Funny. That's from the Babylon Bee. All right, all right. That's very funny. Uh, this they're, they're still on this whole thing. Um, okay. Uh, I want to get to Alex experience and stuff later. Uh, oh, I haven't even read anyone's text messages. How dare me? I agree, Eddie. If Susanna Martinez's last name had been Jones, she would not have been reelected. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You guys are so brilliant. Everyone's so damn smart. Uh, similar questions to Hershey at Cindy National Labs. Please see a tab. Okay. We'll, we'll take oh, your great. word. Yeah, absolutely. Racist should always be said in the same breath as CRT. Have we read Schwab's books? Do you know what he's talking about? Schwab. Oh, Charles Schwab, the uh, no, uh, uh, Klaus Schwab, the uh, Great Klaus Reset. No, yeah. what, what, what have you? Do you know anything? Have you no, read? They, you know, the, uh, Klaus Schwab, he wants us all to to have solar panels and not own anything anymore, and you'll like it. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, he's Agenda Twenty Thirty. You know that Bill Gates is trying to kill us all. Just so you know, the intent of creating racism: uh, one black female speed skater in the Olympics. A female, a black female speed skater. Yeah. Racism, absolutely. I'm sure they. I'm sure NBC profiled her. Uh, somehow, uh, against all odds, from the inner city, she found her way to ice. The mm -hmm. long trek from what's a inner city black woman doing on the ice, and what is she doing in the Winter Olympics? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I could just see Bob Costas doing the. Well, I mean, if if you're looking at the woke uh, racial identity politics feminist stuff, a black ice skater in the Olympics, she can't exist because young people can only become something as adults if they see an example of that as a young oh, person. That's what it is. And that, that's great logic. I, I didn't even know what libertarianism was until I was, you know, 21 years old. But somehow I found my way to libertarianism without having any examples of fellow Lily White, you know, Irish, Slovak, American Catholics. So uh, that that is the thinking, Eddie. Uh, we have to have these people. We have to have the quota hires because all the little girls and yeah, maybe occasionally a little boy growing up, unless they can see someone else, who's exactly like them, the exact same skin pigmentation, they uh, immediately internalize the notion that they can never be that. So that's that's logical. Uh, is Bob Costas no longer with NBC Sports? They finally can't get rid of him? I think they, they oh, is that, Has you ever met a guy more full of himself than Bob Costas? <clears throat> uh, let's see. Ban on soul cap sparks concern about swimming's lack of inclusivity. Uh, when she competes at next week's Women's 10K Marathon Swim, the first black female swimmer on Great Britain's Olympic team won't have on the swim caps that she endorses. Swimming's international governing body has forbidden Alice Deering from wearing them during the Tokyo Games. <laughs> oh, the British brand Soul Cap designed uh, swim caps for the thick, curly, and voluminous hair in hopes of encouraging more black women to begin swimming and making majority oh, white yes. sport more inclusive. Yes. Gina last month rejected Soulcap's attempts to gain approval for the Olympics and then questioned the need for such a product. In his decision, Fina said the caps did not fit the natural form of the head. That That's racist. The governing body insisted that, to its best knowledge, the athletes competing in the net. So wait, <clears throat> let, me, let me get this straight now. <laughs> Thank you for laughing at my pun. Let me get uh, this straight now. We can switch from female to male and male to female but somehow a swim cap because of the voluminous voluminous anyway voluminous? You can have, yeah whatever you you can you can you are you a black swimmer can't be on because of the voluminous amount uh that it's using it doesn't uh you know adhere to the fina quality 
The governing body pledged to include the soul cap and in its initiatives aimed at ensuring there are no barriers to participation in swimming. When the Olympics began nine days ago, 14 U.S. senators signed a letter to the president of FEMA demanding immediate action. The letter called on Hussein al-Musalam to reverse the ban on caps designed for natural black hair. It's an opportunity for FEMA to realize its stated commitment to inclusivity and to begin to address issues of diversity and representation in competitive swimming. In its actions as these, that can move us towards the vision of a more fair and equitable society. Senator Cory Booker of New Jersey led the leader to, letter to FINA. Booker's letter follows on the heels of a similar one that Bonnie Watson, Coleman, and Barbara Lee wrote to FINA, saying it's an incredibly clear example of the ways in which systemic racism impacts every facet of life for black people, especially black women, urging FINA to take steps to reform this discriminatory policy and align themselves with the intended spirit of inclusion and diversity in the Olympic Games that they represent. So there you go. Nothing there with Bob Costas in the profile, but, you know, it, racism, one form or another, will rear its ugly it's Systemic, head. institutionalized. It's everywhere. I think so. And, um, you know, Mr. Muhammad uh, didn't look like he uh, changed the way he, he he looked at it. Then. Well, it's unfortunate. Uh, let's see. Sweden, a country which never imposed significant lockdown measures, has officially declared that COVID-19 is over, Dad. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Did it ever even strike in Sweden? <laughs> it will be literally, uh, it'll literally lift any and all remaining restrictions. As we know this pandemic, I would say it's over. Minister of Health Lena Hallengren told Dagens Neiter, uh, it's not over. I don't know why I did German accent, but it's assuming when I see those letters and they, they, they just make me talk that way. It's not over, but as we know it, in terms of quick changes and restrictions, it is. So there you go. That's uh, out of the way. Dude in Santa Fe hooked up with Judge on maternity leave for a cruise down the... Well, come on, man. Come on, man. Are you serious? Let's go. This guy lost his life today. Does the Olympics allow transgender athletes? Don't they still have to take testosterone for female athletes? I don't know. Who does the testing for that? Is that the TSA? Like You'd have TSA. to pay me a lot of money. Ooh. <laughs> I want no part of that. Turn your head and cough. Oh, is that what's his name going to host the uh, Golden Globes again? Uh, they, they bring him back. They keep threatening him. Oh, Ricky Gervais. Yeah. Ricky Gervais. Huh? It'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be the, the he just insults out. them all right to their face. Yeah, it, uh, as I would, which would be uh, no problem uh, whatsoever. Okay, we did say that we were going <clears> to <throat> touch on woke Hollywood. Uh, by the way, um, woke entertainment, woke whatever. Six-year-old aspiring rapper who allegedly shot an NYPD cop in the Bronx last month. Back in custody just one week after posting bail. Who helped him post bail? Interscope Records. That's right. They wanted Cameron Williams, 16, who goes by the rapper named C. Blue. C. Blue, C. Blue. That sounds a little French. Huh? C. Blue, C. Blue. Is back at the Crossroads Juve, Juvie Center in Brooklyn Thursday on probation. We're glad that a cop shooter is back off the streets. This revolving door for repeat gun defender makes no sense whatsoever. Says police benevolent association president, the benevolent association of Elks. Pat Lynch. Uh, white people use benevolent. Black people use brotherhood, by the way. Yeah. Williams was out on probation um, from a 2020 gun possession case last month. Does a six-year-old have a, a gun? Thought we did background checks for all that. He got into a scuffle with the police at Belmont on January 18th and shot 27-year-old NYPD officer Kasim Pennant in the leg. Remains unclear why he wasn't jailed for the probation violation. Oh, until we found out that uh, he posted bond at $250,000 because Interscope Record 
received the recording contract signed from him on January 27th. That's it. Uh, uh, an acting Bronx Supreme Court Justice, Boyle, not Susan Boyle. Ah, no, not her. Boyle has a reputation for being overly lenient on young offenders and set bail at 250K despite prosecutors calling for Williams to be held without bail. No, she didn't do it. She's got to have an understanding. Williams accepted services of bail bondsmen to the stars, including Ira Judelson, uh, the household name Ira Judelson, who has uh, past worked with the likes of DMX, now dead. Uh, DMX is dead. I'm not sure if you knew that or not. He no, I, I did not. I'm married, very old. Married six Kirby. times, 14 kids. Y'all gonna make me lose my mind up in here. Yeah, I know it. Ja Rule. Yeah, he did that uh, you know, cooperative with uh, J-Lo. Harvey Weinstein. You know, he's the, the king of... Well, anyway, Dominic Strauss-Kahn. Yeah, Dominic Strauss-Kahn. Who is he? Yeah. Oh, you got to go look it up. Look Me it too up. problem, yeah. Yeah, he's very handsy, Dominic Strauss-Kahn. So. Um, black actress cries. Uh, she apologized to uh, darker-skinned actresses for not being black enough. This was... Uh, Than did I do that right? I think it's Tandy Newton. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Holy, I just butchered. You better you better take this one. Wow. <laughs> I did not I did not grow up on the east side there. Uh by the way, she landed a lead role in a film that was originally written for an old white man. Tandy Newton says she is so mortified and not being black enough, she wants to apologize every day to darker skinned actors. How do you <laughs> We're through the looking glass, people. <clears throat> Her new film, God's Country, has been adapted from a short story by James Lee Burke, but has now swapped the lead character from an older white man into a black woman. So that's that's what you do. You take you take the original manuscript and you just change the whole thing top to bottom, right? I mean, instead of Godfather being about, you know, Italians, you know, it should be about um, you know, the Russian mob. I think that they should have done that. They should adapt it because uh, they were Russians, Russians were underrepresented. My internalized prejudice was stopping me from feeling like I could play this role, but it's precisely that prejudice that I've received. Wow. Oof. God, can you imagine carrying that guilt? Internalized prejudice. Okay. Mm. To say I'm sorry that I'm the one chosen. My mama looks like you. My mom looks like you, she said. Apparently devastated that she has, God forbid, a white father. She has a white father. She should apologize. As a black woman. Uh. Hopefully she's apologizing to all of the other black people out there for having apologized right. just for existing. I mean, yeah. just yeah. Very painful to have a woman look like my mom feel like I'm not representing them. Wow. What does your mom say about a white father? How's that work out? Is the white father like constantly apologizing to the black mother for mm -hmm. maybe he's only raping her because we're still caught in the civil right at that point? That I'm taking from them, taking their men, taking their work, taking their truth. I didn't mean to. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what, what was that again, sweetheart? I'm I'm taking from oh from the real black yes. women. Yes. I'm taking their men, their work, and their truth. I mean, that's a triple felony right there. I mean, uh, it's bad. It's um another crime committed. Black on black crime. Happy Black History Month, folks. All sorts of craziness, zaniness right here in the Kiva. AM 1600 KIVABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. Back for hour three right here in the Kiva. Commercial free, you and me and the Dow 3000. Little Joe Walsh. More white music here. Life's been good. Uh, former Eagle and, you know, 
playing the guitar and some drums. This is the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. There are currently no plans to use the U.S. military to evacuate Americans from Ukraine. Pentagon spokesman John Kirby saying Americans have had ample opportunity to leave Ukraine in an orderly manner as Russia prepares for a possible invasion. President Biden and the State Department have advised Americans to exit Ukraine unless they have official diplomatic or military advisory duties. Illinois residents will soon be able to say sayonara to their masks. On Monday, February 28th, we will lift the indoor mask requirement for the state of Illinois. Illinois Democratic Governor J.B. Pritzker saying that does not, however, apply to schools. Illinois is one of nine states still under a pandemic mask mandate. You're listening to USA Radio News. You need an accurate thermometer to check for fever, a potential sign of flu or COVID. Be vigilant and contact your medical provider at the first sign of fever. Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate in more than 100 clinical studies. Exergen Temporal Scanners are available at Walmart and other fine retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. That's E-X-E-R-G-E-N.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to listeners. You can get great discounts on all MyPillow products. If you go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, deep discounts on all MyPillow products, like the buy one, get one free special on Giza Dream Sheets. All my pillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee, 10-year warranty. Call 1-800-951-8175 or go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special. Use my promo code USA. The White House is continuing to work on the supply chain issue that's causing havoc across the country. The White House is working on the supply chain crisis by getting veterans into the trucking industry. A key element of this plan is encouraging the trucking industry to recruit and retain well-trained drivers by creating a safe, welcoming, and stable career path with good-paying jobs and family-sustaining wages. We can think a few Americans better prepared to take on this challenge than our nation's veterans. White House spokesperson Jen Psaki from the White House lectern from the west coast usa radio news bureau i'm lance pry cvs will shut down the pharmacies inside its nearly 10,000 retail locations every day to provide consistent lunch breaks for pharmacy staff in a statement the rhode island-based company saying we want to ensure our pharmacists and pharmacy techs are at their best pharmacy desks and drive-up services are now unavailable between 1 30 and 2 p.m every day for a scheduled lunch break usa radio news 
Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroot. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top 10 most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best, raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download on iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. A minute increase of illegal drugs in the United States. Many are turning their attention to the southern border as an entrance point for illegal substances. Georgia Republican Congressman Buddy Carter joins Fox Business and says something has to be done with all these drugs entering the United States. I just wish that this administration were more concerned or as concerned, I should say, with our southern border and keeping fentanyl and illegal immigrants from coming across that border as they are with our northern border and keeping Canadian truckers from coming down. But the problem truly is the fentanyl that's coming across the southern border. The congressman referring to an ongoing protest against vaccine mandates in Canada. Representative Carter adds, while these illegal substances are being made in Central America, the supply chain can be tracked back to China. A police department in Florida is admitting an officer that shot a naked, handcuffed man in distress meant to use his taser. The Hollywood Police Department statement says Michael Ortiz resisted being placed in an elevator back in July, and that's when the officer intended to deploy his taser. He fired his gun instead. The statement goes on to say the officer has been taken off street duty while an investigation is completed. Hollywood police are assisting the Florida Department of Law Enforcement's independent investigation. Ortiz has hired a civil rights attorney. For USA Radio News, I'm Jim Burr. Losing way well out, speed eating sunflower seeds. Drinking lots of carrot juice and soaking over rays, but it's not. I've had these wonderful dreams. Some kind of sensuous treat. Not zucchini, fettuccine, vulgar wheat, but a big warm bun and a huge mug of meat. Cheeseburger and Six in the 505 with more 411 here for your third hour. The whitest man in America, the whitest music in America, Jimmy Buffett, Cheeseburger in Paradise. Um, maybe that really is uh, truly the uh, whitest song of all time. I, I think uh, I think it uh, it gives uh, whatever what might what for uh, you know formerly have been the whitest song in America. I think that one uh, might have uh, just won it with that. Uh, we appreciate everybody being here as always as we uh, continue to celebrate uh, Black History Month uh, here uh, with uh, all the news that is fit to talk about here on our Kiva Air, which is anything you please. 
550, a 50, a 500 in hour three. We're going to move away from all the, the hub of that. I, I've got more. We, we could continue going, right, Dad? We got woke oh, we, we got movies, corrupt media, woke infrastructure. But we'll- I, I could even tell the story two years ago, Eddie, when uh, I was sitting in uh, Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville in Key West, Florida, with my Lily White sister and her Scottish Lily White oh, husband yeah. uh, eating a cheeseburger in paradise. I mean, that, that's go. maximum whiteness. Yeah, I don't know if it gets whiter than that. Uh, <laughs> do black people go to Jimmy Buffett concerts? Google that. Just see what comes up. I'd love to love to just kind of see. I don't know anything about Jimmy Buffett. I, I really don't. I know uh, he's, is his uncle Warren Buffett? Warren is <laughs> I don't a, think so. <laughs> Warren the white man Buffett. The nachos were pretty good there at Margaritaville, though. I guess. Were they really? Yeah. As as most nachos are, uh, bad nachos, good nachos, tortilla chips, and doesn't matter if the cheese is processed or it's terrible. If you're hungry for whatever reason, it could be bad beer, good beer, like that. Just it just right. I think mm-hmm. that just kind of uh, works. So bad, bad, bad chips, good chips, bad cheese, good cheese, bad beer, good beer. It's all paradise uh, for uh, dad what'd you come up with there uh, just quick look here uh no nothing on um nothing on black folks and uh going to either concerts or his multiple margaritaville restaurants uh, all throughout the country um maybe somebody should write the handbook for um black people going to um you know one of those little kitschy things that you buy in a strange store and i don't know strange places that you might go to the black person's guide to uh, going to a Jimmy Buffett concert. Well, right? there is a. Uh, I know Adam Carolla has a recurring segment on his podcast. What what black people think white people talk about? So he will, he will stop the discussion. Uh, they'll be discussing the, the, the benefits of one IPA over another, and he'll just say, "Stop, stop, stop!" Right now, we got to make note of this. What black people think white people talk about all the time? Wow. No, it'd be more interesting uh, to see what white people think black people talk about. When is this race? When is the sickness with race going away? That's what I will. That's all I want to know. So I can stop just feeling so stupid. You feel stupid folks. I do. I, I feel totally stupid. We can talk two hours, three hours. I mean, the whole other media does it. We, have we proved our point yet? We've just proved how asinine and stupid everything from, Woke education, woke corporation, Black Lives Matter, woke Hollywood really, truly is. It's all stupid. You got to move on to the different subjects. That That is just low-hanging uh, fruit. I'm sure I offended somebody with that. It's just low-hanging uh, talk radio for me. I mean, I can, we can talk. It doesn't, doesn't take any additional study, uh, a real insight acumen. You just sort of point out uh, the uh, the absurdity. I think of the conversation. I think that's that's in and of itself. I think the point of all of it. And Putin's laughing as they take over the world. Right? I think COVID numbers declining, folks. I, I'd like to say we take a little bit of uh, credit for this, but they are very quick now to point out the Hutnam percentage of hospitalizations. Oh yes, percentages of deaths. Don't you know that deaths and hospitalizations are okay? So I don't really understand something. I'm having a hard time following. If the hypochondriacs and the people who are freaking out are the people who are vaccinated and boosted and double and triple boosted and, you know, whining all the time about you wearing your masks and all this kind of stuff, how did they get such 
unbelievably high numbers in terms of those hospitalizations are for the unvaccinated. 82.3% of the hospitalizations are from individuals not fully vaccinated. Okay. Yes. You are going to die. from Like the fact that they're pointing this out is not something they're pointing out anywhere else. They're not treating the vaccinated from the unvaccinated any different. They really aren't. Okay. But in New Mexico, they do it because they like their separation. They like their classes. They like their, you know, propaganda. You can't propagandize a population if you haven't figured out a way to segment and separate. You can't. Because the whole idea is to turn certain groups against one another, and then the propaganda will sort of take life, take take take, take float, right? Well, and Eddie, this notion of yeah. in New Mexico, the, the data we continue to see coming from official store sources, they're still claiming that you know the vast majority of the hospitalized and, and deaths are are unvaccinated. And one of the most weaselly things you can do as a researcher is to say, well, I don't believe the numbers that are coming out. You have to have evidence that the numbers are bad. But what we see in New Mexico does not conform with what we're seeing in on the East Coast, in Israel, in England, where the, the percentages of people hospitalized or dying are much higher uh, for these quote-unquote vaccinated. So, so something's not right here, and I don't know what it is. Uh, I... I, I, I Alex Berenson says Israel has the best data track system there is. And what did we read the other day? That the doctor there was saying something like 70, 80% of our, of our serious cases were vaccinated, quote unquote, people in Israel. So our numbers don't really. They, they don't track with that. They don't track with that at all. Where's, where's the error here? And are we ever going to really figure it out? I'm concerned about this. Adults fully vaccinated, 77.5%. Adults with a booster shot, 42.6%. What they're trying to say is 57.4% of you, because you're not fully vaccinated, you're 82.3% of the hospitalizations, 89.3% of this. That would also say that if you're fully vaccinated, 100% vaccinated, and 100%, like, there, you're, you can still die if you're fully vaccinated and fully boosted. Because 10.7% of those people fully boosted and fully vaccinated die. Wow. What's the whole point of getting, uh, you're telling, telling me the death rate for those fully boosted and vaccinated is now about 10.7%. Is that, aren't we also saying that at the very same time? Are we saying that 17.7% of all hospitalizations are happening to those people who are fully boosted, fully vaccinated? And are the unvaccinated to blame for that? And how so? Wouldn't it be the people who made the vaccinations? Wouldn't it be the people who um, made the booster shot? Wouldn't it be the people who made the masks who are all responsible? Could there be a class action lawsuit on behalf of the 17.7% of people out there who say, well, I was fully boosted, fully vaccinated, I died, I have a, I have a case? I think that's fair. I think that's the president said if you get vaccinated, you're fine. Ray Maddow said if you get vaccinated, you're fine. Fine. But no one's doing that. Remember, and you can't find out what's in the vaccine for 75 years. There's no repercussions for these corporations that make the vaccines. You can't sue them. So where, so where do you go from here? Is this too much logic, too much reasoning? Continued decline. Why is that? Because we're telling people, we're telling people to not get tested. You think you have it, act like you have it. You're running around thinking you got something, just pretend you have it, right? Oh, I think I might be sick. We'll stay home. Stop whining. 
right? Don't go take the test. Just assume you have it at this point. 4,688 new cases, 20 COVID-related deaths, which included cases from Saturday, Sunday, three weeks ago. We had 20,000. Why? The entire world was still vaccinating. The entire world was still staying home, freaking out. Oh, no, they weren't, actually. The rest of the world is wide open. All the blue states are open, too. The only state that's not open is one of those sparsely, most sparsely populated states, and that is New Mexico. COVID victims range from Otero County Man is 30 to Sandoval County Man is like, why can't they just say fat man in his 30s? And an old man in his 90s who was a resident of the Beehive Homes. There you go. That's it. Seven-day positivity rate is moving in the right direction. Way to go. Are we going to get credit Positivity rate. 20.7% I'm going to down from a high of 30. It's moving in the right direction. There it is. You guys are doing the work. Okay, so what's happening? New York State dropping its indoor mask mandate. Why? I I thought they were woke. They got to go on forever. States move allows follow similar steps by other states to scale back COVID-19 restrictions. Not in the state of New Mexico. Governor Kathy Hochul won't renew the announced uh, uh, December mandate that required people to wear masks in restaurants, offices, and other public spaces. Do you know the density that is highest in the entire country? Yeah, that would be New York. That's right. So if they're not doing it there, why are we still doing it here? Oh, because we have an idiot for a governor and an idiot leadership on the Republican side. The rule is set to expire on Thursday. There you go. You guys can... Live more freedom in New York than you can in New Mexico starting yep, tomorrow. Yep. Local mandates, including New York City rule way. that requires vaccination to enter restaurants, gone. Theaters, gone. Public spaces, gone. Okay? You can keep it if you want. But Mayor Eric Adams, a Democrat who's black, said so the plans to continue its mandate. Oh, okay. What are you going to do if the state doesn't have it, but the city does? What are you going to do? How are you going to enforce that? If there's an incongruency between the state and city, uh, what takes precedent? How do you argue that? Governors of New Jersey, Connecticut said school districts will be able to decide on their own. Oh, just like uh, come out, Virginia. Right, Youngkin. Delaware's governor signed an order to lift the state's universal indoor mask mandates. Yes, uh, the Delaware, the Blue Hen State. Uh, yeah, the Blue Hen uh, Biden. Yeah. Oregon State Health Authorities have said indoor mask requirements will lapse at the end of March. 68% of the people in the U.S., Age five and up are fully vaccinated. Lies. Lies. 68% of the people in the United States are not fully vaccinated. Those are lies. Just don't, don't believe it. All right. So <clears throat> let's, let's start to figure out the math. Since we're at this point where we're, I guess we're, we're going where the, the, the Democrats have finally thrown in the towel. They realize like locking people up, restricting people, mask men. They can't come up with another variant. They can't scare the the, the the bejesus out of anybody anymore. I don't even know what a bejesus is, but yeah, I know that they, they try to use it. Researchers at the National Institute of Health published the Centers for Disease Control. They tracked more than a million vaccinated adults in America over the last year, including a period when the Delta virus was surging and classified victims of COVID according to risk factors such as being old, being fat, and being immunosuppressed or suffering from diabetes, not even the quick roots. Chronic diseases of the heart, kidney, lungs, liver, brain. Here is what we found out. What did we find? These researchers state that none of the healthy people under the age of 65 had a severe case of COVID that required treatment in an intensive care unit. Why are we restricted? Why are we shutting down? Why are we doing it? We didn't shut down. 
Other places didn't have restrictions. But a single one of the nearly 700,000 people, not one. Not one. Not one. They tracked a million. Not one of the 700,000 people died, folks. Among vaccinated people over 65 without an underlying medical condition, only one person died. There were 36 deaths, mostly among small minority of older people with a multitude of comorbidities, of course, fat and old. 3% of the sample that had at least four risk factors. Among everybody else, a group that included elderly people with just one or two chronic conditions, there were just eight deaths amongst more than 1.2 million people. So your uh, risk of dying about uh, 100 and 150K, one in 150K. There you go. That was just through Delta. Remember, the Omicron was less lethal. Right, right. Less lethal. So what, what does that what does that move to? One in 300,000? One in 500,000? If you were to go get tested for antibodies, the likelihood of you having them almost without question. Dowd, you probably have them. I'm sure I do. I'm not spreading it. What do I need? What do I need the shot for? Crazy. Based upon Ionidis analysis of the data of COVID tests and seroprevalence surveys, they estimate in the United States, a nation of 331 million people, there have been a total of 250 million to 350 COVID infections since the pandemic began. Everyone's infected. While the estimate includes some people who were infected more than once, it seems clear that the vast majority of Americans have already survived the infection, acquired natural immunity, many without even being aware of it. How long have we been talking about this? How long have we been suggesting this to you? Pretty much since the beginning. Take care of your health, get in good shape, walk, drink fluids, get rest. You're not going to die, folks. It's it's okay now. They, they declared COVID-19 over. Now that they said COVID-19 uh, is over, now you can go back to living your life, right? Because they let you. Because they said it was okay. They, whoever they is. 550, 5500. Well, what's happening as far as businesses? Yep. Businesses in New Mexico enforce mask mandates. Costco, right? Where's your mask, sir? Where's your mask? We do not want you to be immunocompromised. We care about your health. Stop being so selfish. You know, these businesses, they're dying. Maybe the people inside the businesses aren't dying, but the businesses themselves are practically dead. The business owners have enforced the state's indoor mask mandate since it was reinstated back in August. Yes, it's been there the entire time, and we're the last ones to have it. Balancing business with the health of their staff has been incredibly difficult. You think so? Shelly Larson of Northern New Mexico Angel Fires and Chancel Circle Brewery says, before this pandemic, we were jam-packed full all the time. I know a couple that came in every Saturday night for dinner and sat at that bar. I haven't seen them since. Maybe they died because you didn't wear the mask. Why? You do not want to wear the mask, the ribbon. It's been rough. Not going to lie. We lost 60% of our business. There we go. Follow the governor. But you're going to you're gonna vote for her, right, Shelly? You guys are all going to vote for her. Remember, all uh, uh, J Block, I guess, is not vaxxed, according to J Block. Thought he said he was. I, I don't know. I, I lose cramp. Can't, can't vote for someone who's vaxxed. I just, just, just can't. Back to Enchanted Circle. It's hard. You get to the point where you're almost claustrophobic a little bit. What? Who's, who's talking about claustrophobic? What is that? 
I even tell my trainer sometimes, hey, go outside, you know, go take a break, take the mask off, get some cold air in your lungs. Oh, the claustrophobia. There's another word for that, actually. It's called suffocation. That's the word you're looking for, not claustrophobic. New Mexico is the only state with an indoor mask mandate still in place, ladies and gentlemen. When Albuquerque start living again, she says, like it used to. <laughs> when did we used to? We do what our politicians tell us. She says, I think business is going to go back up. Anyone who would want to come in and still wear the mask, please do so. I just won't enforce it. What, you won't enforce if someone wears the mask or not the mask? Folks, we have sort of like the, an infantile type of population here. They like to be coddled and held close. Mijo, put on your jacket. Mijo, are you okay? Make sure you put on your mask. We don't want you to get the germs. Bring them home to Nana, no? Now you get Nana sick. That's not good. Hey, mijo, you go, need to go sign up for the, bene, the benefits. The government, they give them to you like when you fall in hard times. Hard times, they, they're here. They're stocky. They're here. Here they are. See them? The hard times. Everyone's going through it. The COVID. Ooh. La Corona. Well, here they go. Yeah, just to kick things off again. Uh, not only were the uh, last to kick people out of their properties. I uh, remember uh, New York's already decided to go ahead and the landlord coming for the rent. Not in New Mexico yet. New Mexico Human Services Department announced uh, just uh, a couple days ago that the extension of emergency SNAP benefits will continue, hey, through February. Party time. Excellent. Yeah. Remember, the government giveth and the government keep giving. Keep, keep giving. It's exactly what's happening here. Why? Because we're the death spiral state, remember. We have more. We take more than we give. We take more than we give. I think our ratio is still like a 148 or 142 to 100. Like, it's disgusting. Go look at it. New Mexico households receiving SNAP benefits uh, will continue to receive the maximum amount for their household size during the month. I wonder how that's going to affect unemployment. Help wanted signs, probably not going to get at, probably not going to get filled. No, we don't need that. Assistance will increase the household's monthly benefit up to the maximum benefit for the household size. I don't think this is going to help businesses. No action is needed to receive the additional benefit. Nope. Just go ahead and just ask for it. Ask. And you, the only thing that they, do you know what they do at the human services department? I want one of you to go try and do it. Okay. Go file for unemployment. Just, just do it. If you think you, you'll probably get it. Okay. Then wait for them to ask you, ma'am, sir, are you registered to vote? Hmm. The assistance will increase households' monthly benefit up to the maximum benefit amount for their household side. No action is needed to receive the additional benefit. Uh, sir, ma'am, are you registered to vote? Have you registered to vote? This is an election year. Are you registered to vote? Don't forget our fairy queen godmother, Michelle Lujan Grisham. <laughs> She's up for re-election this year. Sometimes Remember. no action is necessary to register to vote, Eddie. So this, no. They'll do it for you, and, and they'll vote for you, too. <laughs> you know your date of birth. I'm sorry, my, my wrist, it doesn't work very well. I need the EBT. How do you run your card if you can do it? Oh, now they have the new technology. I have it on my the tap technology. My, my iPhone 13. I have the latest. <laughs> Where'd that come from? <laughs> oh. oh, you mean, wait, you're here? 
you're here applying for an EBT card and somehow you have the latest model for, you got your nails did, you got the EBT card coming for your way, right? You get, you got nice shoes, boy, the toes are nice to painted. Oh, I, I go to this place, you know, go get them done over there on Tuesdays. They have a special two for one, Manny Petty. I'm probably hitting something. There it is. The extra snap benefit funds have been a much needed boost. Yeah, boost mm-hmm. for the Mexicans facing food insecurity. Many low-income families, says uh, Angela Medrano, the HSD's deputy secretary. Many low-income families have been struggling with unemployment or income reduction. Why? Because we don't open up? Due to the economic impacts of the pandemic. These benefits will continue to help these families put nutritious food on the table. Uh, hey, when you go to the uh, grocery store, can you make sure that you get me a bag, uh, t- two bags of uh, Cheetos, the big ones, you know, hot Cheetos, get those, six pack of beer. Oh, here we go, folks. Family of three. You can, you can get, you can get factor food on this, on this budget. Maximum monthly snap allotment. Snap. Hmm. You can Snapchat while you get the snap. Whoa, on your new iPhone 13 while you get your nails did. Huh? Going out with your Imaruka, she's gonna she gets the full amount. She's got four kids. She's got nearly a thousand dollars. We're good, bro. We're good. Heck, it's gonna be great. We're gonna go to El Mesquite. They're gonna pile on all the they take the snap card over there. We're gonna get all the beef. We'll throw a Super Bowl party in the backyard. No? The Bengals. I'm going for the Bengals. I might even have enough to get me a new Bengals jersey over at the flea market. No. I should marry her for the additional $298. I can go from $992 to $1190 from the state. Primary releases table reflecting the maximum monthly snap allotment for households. Effective October 1st, 2021 through... September 30th, Dowd, uh, 2022. So we're a long ways from the end here. For us to the federal fiscal year. Mm. Yeah. There it is. There it is. Uh, uh, for three, 658. For four, 835. For five, 996-1190. If you've got eight, if you're making bacon all day long, huh? playing uh, your ColecoVision and uh, hanging out uh, with uh, Daruka, 1504 is coming through the door. That's before Section 8, bro. We're rich. That's a lot of groceries. Healthcare is taken care of by Medicaid. I mean, wow, it it piles up. That is really something. Well, it's not just for them, Dow. We now have the undocumented. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad they put that. Gary would be very happy with the labeling here. (laughs) Yes, yes. They're undocumented. They're undocumented. (laughs) Gary Johnson. That's uh, that's uh, Paul Guessing's buddy. They're undocumented. Immigrant rights advocates are trying to provide financial help to uh, undocumented mixed status families. What's mixed status? What does that mean? Starting March, 330 families can submit an application to receive $500 a month for 12 months. Wow. On top of the SNAP. Yes, folks, it is on top of the SNAP, believe it or not. Part of the new guaranteed... Basic Income Pilot Program. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, remember that great uh, presidential candidate? What was his name? Uh, he was Asian. Oh, he, he wanted a universal, uh, basic, income. Yeah, universal yeah. basic income. UBI. Yeah. 
Yeah, what was it? What was his name? Anyway. Andrew Yang. 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 Mexico Economic Relief Working Group was also part of this. Participants will be selected randomly, by the way. If you're lucky. I, I guarantee if you play, pray three rosaries instead of two immigrant families, better chance. If you, seriously, think you need to go ahead and uh, pray to St. Martin de Porres, I'm pretty sure you'll get it. The New Mexico and Economic Relief Working so far, 2,000 applications have been submitted. What do you do with the other 1,500 people who don't get, who get cut off? That's kind of cruel. Oh, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure KOAT and KOA, KOB and KRQ is always working on the other side. Oh, the sob sister reporters will, will, will be out there. Uh, Eddie, for anyone who wants to know what the New Mexico Economic Relief Working Group is, mm -hmm. the, only the only good thing I have to say about this story is give them time, time but for now, now for now, this isn't your tax dollar at work. Oh. New Mexico Economic Relief Working Group is made up of five community-based and advocacy organizations. Uh, New Mexico Voices for Children, uh, left-wing uh, kooks. El Centro uh, de Igualdad y Derecho. Uh, I mangled that, of course. Partnership for Community Action. Uh, uh, if you mangle the Spanish, uh, by the way, remember, you are racist. Just that's, it, that's true, of course. Uh, cafe, uh, I'm going to mangle that one, too, so I'll just say New Mexico Cafe. Okay. And uh, Somos un Pueblo Unido. Uh, so we, are, uh, we, uh, we are the uh, United Pueblos. We are the we United, are United Pueblos. Pueblos. Uh, yeah. Together, Every these five, five they, quote, quote research, design, design mm. and implement government-sponsored emergency assistance programs, programs for New Mexicans. So, so maybe I'm wrong. wrong. Maybe, maybe this is government money. money. Uh, who were excluded from federal COVID-19 relief efforts, including undocumented residents and those from mixed immigration status families. Oh, that's the mix. Okay. So does that mean immigrant one's not, one's, you know, mixed? So I, I suppose if I find one that just has uh, come over the border, I said, uh, to marry one or something, right? Yes. And not yes. immediately. That would I'd qualify for the five hundred dollars. Hey, that's that's a good plan, Eddie. Uh, I apologize, hey, ladies and gentlemen. This was your money, money. Uh, during, during the pandemic. The group, this group of five uh, pro welfare, uh, nonprofit organizations, they successfully advocated for twenty five million dollars that was distributed to local and state cash assistance programs. And it, it is your money. Oh, there it is. You are the father. You are the father. Call you in the Kiva. Go ahead. Oh, snap. Snap. This is, this is great. Hey, you know, um, Andy, I love it. I love it when you talk mijo. It makes me laugh every time you do it. Mijo. What's going mijo. on? How's it going? What's going on tonight? <laughs> are you ready for the Super Bowl? Great, are you going to go to El Mesquite? Get all the... The, the deep, heavy beef. I'm gonna throw a, everyone can bring the rukas and their kids and bring them all. We're going to have a big party. I bet you yep. know. And the consolation prize is that we'll give you a mask. Oh, okay. You know, it's great. That I would I would hope that, you know, we're, we're, we're the lagging country. We're the lagging state. Um, we're behind in everything. We've talked about this for a long time, brother. And this, this uh, covering of the faces, the... The, the idiocy as far as the, just the thought process on that side 
is so far past. We're so far past this. I remember when Dr. Summer said the, the virus was gone a long time ago. And I believe that. And I, you know, I feel like we should have been done with this a long time ago. Not enough people standing up, not enough people um, bucking the trend, walking in and saying, Oh, did you know, the mandate was done. I mean, just all those kinds of things. Um, just a few, just a few. Just One me, just you, me, and debris. You know, I stand for three hours doing the show. Did you know I stand the whole time? Yeah, I think I've, I've heard you say that before. So you're yeah. you show it. You haven't watched me on Rock of Talk TV. I'm literally standing, better than I ever yeah, did. No, I, that's good. Looking that's like good a kid you, survived, keep, feeling like a little kid. Keep on standing, brother. I'm still standing. You know, I. I so what are your what are your thoughts as far as when um, <laughs> this governor? pulls it out and says we're done with this when when is she done that's a dangerous thing to say i mean we're talking about a woman who has sprayed water bottle and you're saying she's going to pull it out like seriously <laughs> you've got to be careful about what you're saying here on the radio these airwaves these are regulated uh wow yeah. oh well I'm, I'm gonna have lots of material for the radio station i'm, I'm you know no, no doubt about it that's that's good so i'm always uh grass is uh you know greener uh type of approach you know staying positive <laughs> Lots of material. Um, I don't know. Any other upside doubt besides that? What are you thinking? Uh, hmm. Well, the more we destroy New Mexico's economy and society, the better traffic gets. So That is true. Less people on the road, more people have moved out. Yeah. Might be good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh <laughs> I, I don't know what I don't know what to offer you in terms of uh hope, you know. Yeah, exactly. Well, let me ask you this question. Yeah, I know the answer, right. but you don't have to it? ask me permission to ask me a question. You just answer the question. We're not, uh, you're, you're no kissing the rings here. I'm not the Pope. Go ahead. No. Well, so what is it that this, what is this, that this governor and mayor slash couple have done for this state? What have they done? One positive thing they've done for the state. Um, you're asking me. I have, I'm asking you. Oh yeah. I, I can't say one, one thing. I mean, I, I kicked, uh, I kicked their ass in the, the debates. I kicked their ass on policy. I, kicked, I don't know what I'll say about the mayor. As far as the governor, I, I would do the same if I was running for governor. But it's it's useless. It's fruitless. It's 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 hopeless. I mean, I, what what do you what? How are you going to beat these well, guys? Right. They, they got four and a half you're million right. million dollars. Uh, what what are you going to do? I mean, honestly, they they're like counting their cash going on, and then we're running a weatherman. Which, by the way, uh, doubt if I'm not mistaken, going back and looking at the hardest degrees to get. Uh, becoming a meteorologist, I believe, is the easiest degree to get. I, I, I believe we confirmed that the other day. We confirmed yes, that. Yes. There we go. Uh, for, to, to answer the caller's question, uh, I can think of one thing. Oh, okay. One thing. Okay, so he gave us the option of Keller or MLG. Okay, now I'm trying to go. I'm trying to access the Dow 3000 memory without the data Ooh. in front of me. Okay. In 2019, so she's sworn in as governor in early 2019. During the 2019 legislative session. She signed a bill that allowed people to use their smartphones or, or tablets to demonstrate proof of insurance if they're pulled over by a law enforcement officer. Oh, really? I, I, I do think. I don't need to carry my. I don't need to carry my license with me. I can just take a picture of it. Uh, no, it's the insurance. It's the proof of insurance. Um, oh. And I believe she did sign that bill. And you know, you know, I. I I, I like. I'm a neat guy. I like to go paperless. I like. I go I, paperless I, myself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It really makes yeah. it really efficient. That's. Good. But I think that law alone 
uh, maybe we don't recognize it right now, but down the road, that wall Streamline. will bring the, the turnaround for New Mexico. Yeah, and not only that, I'll be able to go ahead and, you know, my pockets weigh me down sometimes. So I'll, one less thing, one less thing. I like that. Yeah, it, it, it'll go a long ways. Well, listen to this. Listen, Eddie, you know, you did a great job running. You did stand up. You were a voice for us. There are some of us out there that care, some of us that are pushing back against this mandate. And what I will tell you is that I, I feel like we're in a state of zombies, of Democratic zombies walking around that just mindlessly keep checking the Democratic box. Yeah, I'm talking Let's to myself going. literally for three hours. At this point, like, I think you're our only listener, and I've got Dowd uh, reacting back. It's what I use to – I pretend. I pretend that people are out there listening to me. So I got to say, like, you calling in today reaffirmed that there's just one more person, and and that's good. And uh, you're welcome for, for running. Uh um, and uh, I'm glad to do it, but I also did it. Uh, also had to thank myself for running because if not, I'd have to cast my vote for somebody else, which very likely, even though I voted for myself, even my vote probably didn't even get cast for myself. It probably got cast for one of the other. <laughs> guys, so, you know, yeah, I, anyway. think you're, I think you're right. Eddie. Probably. I mean, I probably am. You know, my mom keeps hey, telling man, me I'm, I'm right about everything, but I, I just keep doing the wrong things. I don't know. You know, I don't know what, uh, I don't know what to do about it, but, um, I don't know. We'll just. I'm supposed to be here. I know that much. And uh, I do a show. Hey. And uh, we've got one listener. And that's awesome, Dad. Hey, man. Hey, I enjoy you guys a lot. I listen to you all the time. I, I enjoy I enjoy myself. And I listen to myself all the time. That's awesome. two of us. That's great. Hey, Dowd, man, you? We have something, we have that's I appreciate you. There we go. Starting from the right place. That's good. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, three, three calls. That's great. Siri's telling me she's sorry, uh, I think, because of that. Let's see. Uh, Dan Lewis has texted. He said, these bills will be heard at the February 14th Finance Committee. And then the final action at the full council meeting on February 23rd. Tax Cut Committee repeals mayor emergency powers prohibiting vaccines. Okay. There we go, Dan Lewis. Uh, Matt says, I'm listening. Okay, so that's four, Dowd. Okay. Uh, could tell you so much more, but you're 100% my thoughts how sick the sheeple are. You know, you have a Alex Jones listen every time you hear a sheeple. This is my church. This is my sheeple. Open up the door and see all the sheeple. Within the UNMICUs, the pattern of fully vaccinated patients who are sick requiring mechanical ventilation are increasing. Is that the thing that you get on the bar? Mechanical ventilation? Oh, that's the bull. That's right. Initially, uh, sort of the same effect, right? You're just trying to stay on the ventilation as long until you die. But there was 79. Initially, certain providers would loudly declare this person was obviously unvaccinated. Now they shrug their shoulders in a soft, meek voice. They say, fully vaccinated. (laughs) 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 It's so damn pathetic. How are they so closed-minded to avoid opposing data that supports alternative viewpoints? Oh, my gosh. That's good. Ed and I are listening. Five, six. There we go. One, two. Five. Uh, thanks, David. Six. You're a racist for thinking I'm not listening. <laughs> <laughs> Save the best for last. <laughs> um, five listeners. Six listeners. There we go. There we go. Uh, 150. That's what they said. There you maxed out on 150. Jabo, realist. There we go. On the lepwest. Eddie, uh, how do you get to go to Smith's and pay $25 and get the antibodies test? I had it done. I have it. I don't. I know just. I know that I have them. They tell me, my antibodies talk to me. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. 
Eddie, not how you do. Seven listeners, eight listeners. Eddie, can you share Dowd's email? Would like to share an article about COVID shots with him. Dowd at DowdMuska.com. If you don't know how to spell it, uh, you can't be a listener. All I'm saying is if I got three polio vaccines in a year and still got polio, I'd start asking some questions. That's hilarious. Very funny. Um, boy, high rates uh, come from counting those people who are less than 28 days from the first shot as unvaccinated. Okay. Uh, you got uh, see. Uh, listening here is the rash of mask mandate lifting here to avoid a U.S. convoy. Oh, did you guys see PNM's latest news talking about rolling blackouts this summer? Yes, saw it on there. We told you it was already coming. Seven listenings. Thank you. Uh, let's uh, let's top five articles for seven listeners here this afternoon in the Kiva. Yeah. yeah, hopefully those seven listeners are also seven subscribers, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, uh, that, that would be, I would like that. Day. And, you uh, guys, yeah. and you guys subscribe for 20 cents a day. That literally will be a dollar forty, a dollar forty, a day. That would be doubt. Less what, than a coffee. You might, you might be able to get a slush puppy, and also, <laughs> yeah, big gulp. Uh, uh, number one today at Rock of Talk Chat, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Daily Blast, our, our daily email. Number one, a family in Greater Albuquerque putting up a billboard to ask for information about a fatal hit and run case. Another example of the private sector, private initiative uh, stepping in where government is not doing a great job. Uh, number two, a Discovery Channel star was saved at Montezuma Hot Springs up in the Las Vegas, New Mexico area. Uh, I, I, I kind of put it in as a novel. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I doubt uh, you've already set me off for the... Uh, for the for the close of the show. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Uh, All right. Uh, number three, uh, a woman penned a very interesting essay how she gave up, not necessarily gave up, but she stepped back from her career to prioritize caregiving and family. Remember when that was considered okay in America? Uh, number, number four, our military types, a black helicopter has flown without anyone on board for the first what? time. Yes, the Skynet coming. Uh, if you're a fan of the Terminator movies, yes, AI Skynet is coming. And then finally, Charlie, don't surf! Charlie, don't surf! And neither does uh, Hector Balderas. He is claiming that he's cracking down on organized retail crime. Oh. about some crackdown he had, and uh, you know we'll, we'll see if that uh, if that lasts. Uh, a two-day coordinated law enforcement operation targeting organized retail crime. That's our go. This is only for seven of us, folks, having a good time here in the Kiva. Do the workout. Feel like leg warmers. There we go. See you tomorrow at four p.m. Sweat, baby, sex is a Texas drop me. Yeah, you do the kind of stuff that only Prince would sing about. So put your hands down my pants, and I'll bet you feel nuts. Yes, I'm Cisco. Yes, I'm Eva, and you're getting two thumbs up. You had enough of two and touch. You want it rough? You're out of bounds. I want you smothered, want you covered like my Waffle House hash browns. Come and cook up in FedEx, never reach an apex. Just like Coca Cola stock, you are inclined to make me rise an hour early, just like daylight savings time. You and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals, so let's do it like they do on the Discovery Channel. Do it again.